Today's episode is brought to you by Autogems, a detailer's best friend. I fucking love JTM! <laughs> Get that fucking peach one down you, because it's lovely. Oh, that's, uh, is, um, so... oh. Sounds good, that. What do you reckon? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice little sound effects. Good brought morning. You, morning. This week's pod brought to you by peach-flavoured sugar-free monster. <laughs> no, it's not, but it's that's not. what we've got. It's good shit. Also, we've had a bit of a chat with our mate CJ, so this will be coming up in episode. Yeah, can't yeah. wait to listen to that. It'll be good, won't it? Yes. Well, it was Dan that did it, so he um and um he um says she's a bit of a chatterbox. Yes, he said that she was very easy to talk to, a lovely girl. And whenever I've conversed with her, she's it's been like talking to a person that I've never not known. Isn't it? Very never nice not known. Lady. Yeah, but never not known. I've never not known her. Never not known. Well, you never not known her. So, so yeah, she, strap your ears down because that's going to be a long one. Ever so lovely. Yeah. Oh, are we? All right. Tired, actually. Knackered. Fucking knackered. You look knackered. I don't know why, because I know we don't talk about hours, but I've only done 25 last week. Standard for a fucking Saturday morning. <laughs> I, thought you, I, was, um, I thought I was winning when I said I'd done 26 and three quarters or something. Uh, I'd done that by Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon. Had you? Yeah, 2.15s at the start of the week this week. Oh, fucking hell. Absolutely ass. kicked me in the ass. You've made the wrong decision. No, no. I don't think I have. So you've only done 25 hours? Your yeah. truck didn't go in for service this week, did it? No. Mine did, which is why I had had like really short days because I had to drop yeah. it off. And then didn't, there was no work for me. And That's just I, golden boy. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm I for chuffing out, Matt. Do you know what I did yesterday? What they were like, your trailer's been used, so coming at twelve o'clock this on a Friday. I'm like fucking twelve. The spares knackered in, in Volvo. Getting yeah, that's in Volvo. I seen that, and um, been there like three weeks. It's still not fixed. It's terrible. And um, <laughs> I comes in at twelve, and I backs onto my trailer. I connects it all up. Started me walk around fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, went to put my number plate on. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find your number plate. Couldn't I couldn't find it. Attached to the other trailer. I don't know where my number plate. I don't know where it is. You know no, what's there? You were tracking. You, were, track, you no. were connecting back up to the trailer that had you one. had used, right? Yeah. My I came back Thursday with bags on, and I parked in corner so it could get transshipped. Yeah. And disconnected, and fucking moved over to the other side at yard. Yeah. I don't know what I did with my plate. Oh dear. So I was in the office, I'm like, can't find my plate. All oh right, uh, well, uh, it has to be a dealer only thing, so um, once you've done this job, so how am I going to do a job? I had to go in your truck, Brown. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Um, you'll have to jump in another truck. I jumped in Brown's and did the work, got back at about quarter past two, because I were, I were looking for my fucking plate for about 45 minutes. All of it fucking yard. All of that time you've wasted, Matthew. I know. And then, so it wasn't in each side locker? No. Um, I think... Who had previously used the... Oh, no, nobody's used the trailer, had they? Yeah, it had been out on extender work, because I'm not authorised. Uh, did it run the high Slash ups? yeah. What did they do with it? He'd not seen it. So I think I must have uh, put it on a trailer or on summer and it's yeah. fucking gone. gone. Most upsetting. Anyway, so Desmond were like, when you get back, you're going to have to um, go to the main dealer. 
Um, unfortunately, the main dealer's in Newark. Shut up. Main so, dealer? And my first words come out of my mouth. I was like, uh, fuck off. What, for a fucking number plate? Yeah. I says, fuck off. Newark? Yep. Yeah, we had someone down in London, and um, they had to get back up to Newark and get a number plate. I says, you're taking piss. So I got, I did my job, and I come back. Um, I was jumping in Ed's car. Um, fucking Newark. And Chris Smith were in office, and... He was like, uh, you got to go for a number plate, Matt. Like, yeah, um, got to go all the way to Newark, Chris. What for? Last one I got, I got from Keltruck at, at um, Scunthorpe. Yeah. And he goes, ah, yours is Volvo, isn't it? And then Ed pipes up. Oh, yeah, you don't need to go to Keltruck, do you? So he phones up Volvo at Scunthorpe and they met him. Fuck's sake. Derek so just wanted to send me fucking... fucking what, so Derek went straight to Newark instead of yeah. saying, ringing or emailing the closest one. Phoned him up, sorted defect sheet out and booked me in for Newark. What, just for a number plate? Yeah. For a fucking number plate? It's like that Crazy, time he got you all the way back to work. So uh, well, yeah. I was just about to say it's very similar to when I had that blowout on the A1. And Big summer fu- blowout. Pardon? Big summer blowout. Woohoo! Yeah, um, it fucking blew all the wingtop <laughs> off and that, didn't it? Yeah. Um... And then Derek, if you're was, gonna do it, you do it properly. Yeah. Oh yeah, fucking, it was it was pretty mashed. Uh, I had to go retrieve the fucking wingtop out of lane one. Um, but you really didn't need to do that. I did because it was in the middle of lane one. Yeah, a car would have hit it out of way. Exactly. Uh, so I didn't want to cause uh, any problems. Sounds God. like their problem. Yeah, they should um, open their eyes. So I was I was up near fucking Durham at the time, and, and he, he goes, "Oh, uh, get it fixed at the side of the road. Get your tire done. Side of the road. Run it back. Run it into Keltruck in the morning." And then go up and do your job next day. Crazy. Well, I was like, fucking, I was like, there's one round the corner, Derek. You're about 10 minutes away from Darlington, Scania. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nutcase, mate. Oh, God, nutcase. Ed's, his head's not in it, is he? Chuffing leaving, well, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, Seems to be that. everybody's deserting you at the moment. John Boy, Ash Boy, Des Boy. Des Boy. Everyone's leaving. I love Desert as well. He's a good He's going to be missed, he is. I don't think Josh will miss him. <laughs> no, Josh I don't will. think he'll fucking miss Josh either. I think well, they will. I just worry that we're going to end up with a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't. Um, That's fair play. Yeah. It was great though, innit? Yeah, yeah. I was no. winding Derek up to say now, I've, I've heard, Derek, that um, your job can be just spread across everybody else. Everybody else would be able to just pick up the slack, as in implying that he wasn't that important. Mm. And then it set him off. He didn't get that I was just pulling his leg. You've got to pull. <laughs> you've got to pull the face to him. You can't, clearly, you can't straight face it. Because clearly, he's he does got he's got a lot of responsibility on him and everybody. Um, Awful lot. Too much. Lets him get on with it basically because he's happy no, to do it. No one helps him out. Yeah, but he's that's not though. That's why he's leaving Brown. He was. He's sick up of to doing a point, it. and then it's just the bureaucracies has got <laughs> so extreme, and they just add more. They go, oh, you've got now got to complete this form and these forms and I think that's that's all these reports and they say they don't tell them how to do it they just say they've got, you've got to do it yeah that's part of the reason why people have left into it sounds wank because it's always shit rolling downhill oh it will be missed bless it him. will be it's it like the um, office granddad isn't it except <laughs> when he's shouting at um, Josh yeah. him, and, him and Josh have got a proper love hate relationship oh the buttheads oh the buttheads big funny as fuck yeah, I think it's Josh. It can, is I, Josh. Can, I, can I talk about these packages? Yeah. yeah. If you want to? Got a couple of great packages that have arrived. You got a lovely package over there, Matt. I know. Mm. And a box. I'm not talking about my pants. <laughs> talk what about a, the box. What a package. So I like I like to read out where they're addressed to. <gasps> oh, this is the good one, isn't it? 
So um, this one is addressed to JTA Shed Zeppelin. <laughs> Shed Zeppelin. <laughs> I like that. So that's one. That one's got. That one's. This one's got popcorn in it. Ooh, Ooh. I'm not keen on popcorn, me. Is it flavored popcorn or just popcorn? Sweet and salty. Ooh, mix. Like You're not a fan of popcorn? No. You fucking silly bit. It's stuck in my teeth. Oh, it does mine, but I right like it. It's every now and again, like when you know when you're shoveling it in and you get a kernel and it's like crunch. It gives you prickly poos feels like as well. It snaps your fucking teeth. Yeah, exactly. Chomp on a kernel. Gives you prickly poos. <laughs> you eat too many. So <laughs> <laughs> they don't break down them kernels. No. Do they? no. So we've got another one. Smaller box. I haven't opened this one yet. This is a surprise box. Oh, is it? Um, it's not Amphrex, is it? It could well be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Hanon. Uh, this one is addressed to the Doncaster Shed Museum. The Doncaster <laughs> Shed Museum. Uh, starting to take the piss, isn't yeah. it? Get it up and see what's in it. Right, right, well, you're going to have to talk amongst yourself because I've got no, yeah. na- I've got no scissors in it. No, 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 pressure's no, on now, Matt. Pressure's on. Don't waste no time. <laughs> Don't waste no time. <laughs> has, anyone, has anyone got a... A fucking countdown sound. No, they're in a cheese and onion box, which is upsetting. Oh, I don't know. I like them. <sighs> Although they give Matt horrendous heartburn, <sighs> like everything oh. does. I don't think we can mention brand. No. Chipotle chili. Oh, they sound they lovely. They sound good, don't they? Yeah. From, from that posh place in the from services that as well. Posh place in services and, and around that there, London's. Yeah. Oh. I tend to find that you find in there, you find oh. fucking. I didn't know they did their own branded shizzle. No, I didn't either. Actually, I never go in that one because it's no. a bit Tory, isn't it? It's Tory full sandwich shop. Very of Tory. Bricks, isn't it? An oldies. It's like a Tory Greg's. Yeah. Oh, Who wants to pay eight quid for a fucking cheese and ham salad sandwich? It's something you do, though, isn't it, when you're it's feeling a bit flush? fucking not. I feel a bit flush. I'm going to go into... Uh, 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 get one. <laughs> We've got five fucking boxes <laughs> go, here. Go into where, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> We've got five boxes here that we need to divvy up at the end of this because... <gasps> they get, we they can only boot to my car. They get in it, way. Yeah. As you can see, they're, I, right, I, they're right in the corridor. I fucking had to eat all of them. The one that I got last on time I was here. Um, Is that another one with funny address? Uh, Didn't we have one addressed to Shedistan or something? Yeah, that's that one. Is it? Shedistan Counterintelligence. (laughs) We've spoke about that one. Made me giggle, that one did. I just wonder what he's going to come up with next. Surely there's nothing left. He's got to be running out. There's nothing left. Oh, sorry. Not he. They. Oh, yeah. They've got to be running out. Because they are anonymous. 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 (laughs) Quite fitting that the anonymous listener has put it in a cheese and onion box, isn't it? Yeah. Bit, bit. Bit crazy, so um, have we had? Did we talk? Have we, have we, had, have we, have we had busy weeks? We have, we've said a bit, haven't we? But I've had a fucking horrendous week. I had a have night out busy boy? again. No, you did. You've done a night out and you've still only done twenty odd hours. Yeah, and that was my longest day. Fucking. Hell. I did something like twelve hours that day. Horrendous. Horrendous. What? Um, so you've done fourteen hours spread across four days? Yeah, <laughs> I've done a three hours, a three hours, a two hours, a one and a bit, and that's ridiculous. Oh, Stealing a living. It's not my problem. It's not your problem. You're right. The the <laughs> workload at the moment is pretty slack. It's about to it. go back to normal though, because we've got a big six or seven week seven ongoing week. job where there's I don't know seven thousand sleepers yeah. going to a place. We've in gone. London. We've gone back to normal now. In fact, we're we're. Running over what is normal because he's trying to make up for December and January. I don't like doing these fucking same job 
three times a week things nope. me. I hate it. We run into a place called North Pole. Oh yeah. Fucking it's a, it's a pole, London, isn't it? Northwest London. It's a yeah. pole. Um, it's a site off of North Pole Road. It's also <laughs> or lane. Or it, it's it joins up with that main line that we that you was doing. Cricklewood. At, um, Cricklewood. Cricklewood. No. Cambridge. Is it? it? Yeah, it's run all the same line. If you find that road on Google Maps, yeah. the, Google, the Google Maps. The Google Maps. If you zoom Google out Maps. a bit and you see to the side of it, there's a massive big compound where they is it the Elizabethan line. That new one mm-hmm. that goes that, that built that cost yeah. billions and billions to go across London, uh-huh. like under London, into it from yeah. side to side. That's where they park them all up. Does it go in a straight line under London? I don't know. It's just the Elizabeth line. Elizabeth, not a beef and Elizabeth yeah. line. And also to the side of that is where is it Old Oak Common? We don't fucking know. What's I've looked, I, I didn't know until I was looking, and it's where they were or are going to build a HS2 thing. Mm, HS2 an interchange. Yeah, something. I don't Is know it? if it's got. You know, because obviously they changed it and then they like knocked. Yeah, they ran out of money. What up north now? Nah, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them guys. But anyway, it's sort of very trainy bit, isn't it? Mm, very trainy around just there. Just near Wembley. All I know is it's a bit further south than Cricklewood, and that yes. that were a ball like. So that's a bottom end one, isn't it? That's what's going to annoy me. Doing Cricklewood. No. You you definitely did. Yeah, I definitely did. I've got on the Google some points that I've saved. Yeah. From where I've been there before, and I can't remember what I did there. But yeah. I, I would <laughs> imagine you were there making deliveries or collections. Bro. What, what happened at Crickwood is right down to the bottom of M1 came off, and you were basically fucking there then. Oh, I fucking did, yeah. And um, it, they were unloading two sleepers, three sleepers, yeah. two sleepers. Yeah, fucking, I'll get some. They had long forks, yeah. but they weren't, they weren't allowed to put them on. <laughs> you had to go right through site, always standard to bottom, that though, innit? It'd take about two hours to unload yeah. you. I just was it under a bridge? You go, or you oh, go under remember. a bridge. Can't remember. Yeah. Can't remember that much detail. Yeah, I rem- I do remember Cricklewood. Yeah, being a cunt of a job. Oh my god, it's such a cunt. Yeah. Well, you think they'd be quick this time because they're having loads of deliveries, aren't they? Well, you'd have thought that Cricklewood. What then? They're having bear deliveries, bro. Cricklewood. Bear deliveries. But seven weeks of this, it's they're trying to do three one three runs <laughs> one week, two runs another week yeah. per person. So you do a local. And then go and load for North Pole, come back, and then, then next just day North again. Pole, come back, reload, North Pole. Next day, Steve will just fucking sleep out, mate. I just sleep out. Sleep Steve will. Sight. Steve will be tramping. I sleep outside. Steve will be tramping. Don't like the Volvos, does he? I don't know. No, he told me he don't like them. Why? What's there to not like about them? Uh, exactly. It's not my fucking skin, is it? I think it's because it's not got his layer inside yet. Oh, like a layer of dust. Dick dust. 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 A bit of dust. How can you not like them? I just know to not like about them. I, th- no. I think they're dead easy to get um, a comfortable seating position. They're like fucking armchairs in them Ma- version 4s, aren't they? Yeah. Thing, thing really, I, really nice. The thing I find different and a bit awkward... The steering is, wheel adjuster. No, I don't mind that. I've, I figured that out, that you oh, push all the way to the bottom to pull it and yeah. lift it up to fucking turn exactly. it. If you just press it a little bit, you get to yeah, do you your angle. Yeah, yeah Jeff showed me, me that the other day and he blew my mind. It did me. And I was like... It did me when I figured it out. Show me again. And he went, look, you just press it a little bit, he goes... Tss, and then you go, look, just like that. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I've been driving along, struggling to do the <laughs> angle with my foot yeah. pressed on the adjustment pedal, thinking... Shouldn't be What's doing this while I'm you? doing that mo- down the motorway. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you could see more in Scania when you were turning. Yes, I agree there. You could see more at trailer the like. The mirrors are a bit 
Yeah, well, once you right? turn past a certain point, you can't see fuck all in your mirror. You can in your bottom one, but that's no good because it's like wide angle yeah, but and the, far away then. The, mm. the, I don't know about yours. Mine's obviously got electric mirrors. They go really quick. So when you if you're blindsiding around the corner, you can just whip the mirror around. Yeah, we've got electric mirrors. Yeah. But the, like, what I'm saying is they're a lot quicker than the Scania ones. All right. The Scania ones was like would take three business days before it got to full tilt. Had to get up to full steam, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Terry Bolt. But um but yeah, I love my Volvo, mate. Absolutely Mine's love nice. it. I'm still unlearning some of the um ways I used to drive the Scania. You know, yeah. like where the buttons are and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Have you found your, your driving position yet? Because I tend to yeah. I tend to sit with one foot on the on the floor inside because it's a little bit raised into yeah. about two inches, and then one foot on the door card, on the top of the pocket. Oh no, I don't quite need to do very, that. Very comfortable. That's kind of how I used to sit in the Scania, to be yeah. honest. If it's sped out, but very very comfortable. Yeah, I, just comfortable like I just sit like like this, mate. <coughs> That's how I sit, just like that. Yeah. For the uh, audio listeners, he was just sat up straight, <laughs> feet down there, like an old person in a high backed. Yeah. <laughs> well, then ones that tilts you out of Shackleton's, you know. We, uh, it's the Shackleton's, you know. Shackleton's. We can only do eight to two sleepers now. Can you? Yeah, because yeah. oh, the units are a bit heavier. Apparently so. Yeah. I'm mm. having a conversation with the office. I'm like, so what's the difference then? Oh, it's about four hundred kilograms. Do you think you should like print us all out a thing give, with the new like specs on, so we actually know in case we ever get stopped. Because, yeah, and, th- and nothing. It's that extra six foot of metal on top. It must be. Well, I went on Weybridge at um, Land Recovery, eight, 18 ton unloaded. I don't know what Scania is for. About 17, five, 17, 17 yeah. six, yeah. And yeah. a sleeper's what, 300 kilo, in it. Yeah, thereabouts. So they've had to lose two or three sleepers, on not What they need to do is change the maths. fucking timbers that we use underneath them to some lighter ones. They're heavy bastards, aren't they? I bet there's about... Fucking a thousand kilos in timber there. Mm. And with you, you've got a basket full of them. Isn't it? I always used to run around with a basket full of wood. Yeah. Always. I need some more wood. I used to have bits of scrap and all sorts of shit in mine, but then I, before Christmas I binned them all off, and then when I put wheel set chocks on, I can just slide them in. The yeah, side. well, I fucking used That's your trailer easy. once, and I did notice that it was more like a skip than it was a basket. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was. There was all sorts of shit in there. There was a load of shit in there. Yeah. You're not wrong. Steve's is horrendous. Yeah, yeah corner boards, straps, fucking ratchets. Snapped fucking snapped wheel chocks yeah, in a, Steve's. He's a bugger for it. Has he still got a load of new, unused ratchets and straps chucked in? I don't just think so. In the open, just rotting. No, but he did until not long back. Blown. I think Dave mentioned something to him. That was Stupid. because somebody kept pinching his new stuff out of his um, out of his box, apparently. So he, he just me. left them in baskets so it were easier to nick? Yeah. He was like, oh, I just fucking chucked him in there. I'm like, why, Steve? Why have, you, why have you not unrolled them and made them look tidy? Oh, well, someone keeps pinching them anyway. That I've, I've got a, a box full of bent posts as well because someone keeps swapping them. I was like, yeah, sure. Someone keeps <laughs> swapping them. <laughs> it was like that when I woke up. <laughs> He's definitely yeah. bent them posts. Yeah. Um, thinking about it, I've got two bent posts in mine that I can yeah. do with swapping. I've out. got, I well, I say I've got, I had, Fergie's now got, two bent posts in his because fucking Andy from the Woodyard, he um well I was doing them mats from um Essex. Yeah. And he fucking he went to go underneath all these mats and he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. I was like, you you're bending my posts. So alright mate, we'll straighten them. No. 
you're bending the post, Andy. It's all right, we'll straighten them. We won't fucking straighten them. You're bending the post, so can you stop? I picked up a pile of dunnage from um, Who Junction, and I left my post there so we could up and over the... Basically, to put the... I saw you there that day. Yeah, it was just like... Just like just loads of wood. He was just like getting him off the pile with his forks. Literally scooping it and tipping yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm, I says, if I leave my post there, if you just go over and I'll just pack them up to the post so they can't go anywhere and then I'll tie them up and strap them up. And um, <laughs> like a me- goldfish memory, he went over the post, down, and then instantly went to pull out. I'm like, my post! And bent both of them because he came back with his forks. I'm like, oh, it's one dickhead. <sighs> So they're in bottom in my pile. Yeah. I put them all the way over to one side. You know the side that the bar doesn't... Bottom left. Yeah. Bottom also. left, yeah. Also. So it was out of the way. Be right. <sighs> it will be right one day, won't it? Yeah, will it I think then? we'll get there. We do, though, don't we? So what do you think to new merch drop, guys? It's mm. not kind of not on website I yet. I fucking love that. But... But I'm sporting the new jumper. I reckon the, what you should do is we should make this on. unavailable now. Unavailable. Unavailable. Should wait a few weeks and then sell it to highest bidder. <laughs> this one. Uh, yeah, I reckon we we'll get a few. As a limited edition. A few mil for it because you've worn one it. One off. Still smells of Matt. Yeah. Matt wanked in it once, so it's worth loads. It's got a crusty sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> got, it's got. It's got design on sleeve actually. It does. It does. Is that on purpose or did he get put in the wrong bit? I think it's on purpose. I know. No, I, I like that. It's nice. I like it when I'm going down the road and I've got my JTA t-shirt on and you can see the logo on the top of the arm. Do you like that? Yeah. Does it make you feel good? Makes me happy inside. Oh, bless you. I know. Oh, Keep bless him. Bless you, him. You, oh, you bless you. Bless him. Bless you. When I'm spending 60 hours a week in my lorry. Yeah, that's upsetting. Upsetting times to be spending in your lorry. That's 60 no. fucking hours a week. It's all right. How many hours have you done this week, did you say? Lots. I would, I would say I was pushing 60. <laughs> Do you not like add it up? Fucking nightmare of a day yesterday. I did. Do you not have a timesheet to like quantify? Uh, No, the the truck does it all for you. It's very very clever. It gives you your your rest. It it'll tell you. It tells you absolutely everything. Really? Yeah, the new one's brilliant. I'll send you a little tutorial. Oh, we don't need a tutorial because ours don't tell us. No, yours is the revised version of what we've got. Yeah, it's next gen. Yeah, well not next gen, but no, mine's (laughs) better. Fifth uh, version five. Or fifth generation or whatever. Yours are 19. Oh, or, no, no, yours is a 21, isn't it? Or 23. 22. 23? Mm. <laughs> so it's it's coming mm. up a year old. Mm. Oh, nonsense. Oh, nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you can't call her that. <laughs> Not calling her that. You it's can't your truck's call her name, that. isn't it? I'd mentioned it to the boss <clears throat> and he was like... It, he was we like, got him into trouble. Yeah. He got it done. Got so we were being silly, yeah. Did you hear yeah. it? No, I didn't get told off. He did. He was just like, he was like, fucking... Tell them dickheads that that's my grandma, though. Is that what he said? <laughs> Pretty oh, much. Grandma? Yeah. I feel bad now. Yeah. Calling his grandma maybe, nonsense. No, maybe he just needs to change it's, the font. Yeah, I was just about to say it's the font. And I, and I, I did say to him, sorry, I'm trying not to cough here. Um, I did say to him, I was like, if, you know, have you ever thought about changing the font? I was like, because it's like them birthday cards that say ant. Can't. On them, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he was like, yeah, maybe I should have picked a better one, but it's on there now. So, that's that. Well, you should get one made. <coughs> that says, Nancy. Nancy. Not Nancy. Nancy. Get it say, Nancy, and then in brackets underneath, not Nancy. Nancy yeah. yeah. 
And then people will know well, that it doesn't take like, answer. Because the, the number plate on the, the truck is G12, James Jacqueline Transport. G12, yeah. That, and, that um, looks like something else. Yeah, Chappers was like, oh, fucking jizzy nonce. Like, nice one. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, driving around Cheers, in Luke. a jizzy nonce. Um, I met Luke the other day. Oh, yes, you did. We had a what night happened? out. You didn't just meet Luke, though, did you? No, I'm getting on to it. I'm getting on, on to it. Come on. So, I've been to Wales, um, to Hlandridnod Wells. Boridabat. Isn't it? Which is buried right in the middle, pretty it's much. Right in the middle. Proper middle. Lovely roads, very windy. Is it mountainous or more foresty, that bit? Mountainous. Not... Through, not massive mountains, but through the hills. Say, it's, it's, not, it's not dead flat, is it? No. Um... There's some climbs, there's some drops, there's some fucking sharp turns. Yeah. And when you get to your job, all you can smell is brakes. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking stunk. Steve got there before me, so obviously I knew where I was going. I was just following all the way. Did you just follow the, the trail of stones? Yeah. And they, <laughs> he were backing up to the job to get unloaded. Nice wide entrance ended up, Steve. Yeah, well, he, he ended up on verge. Chewed up, fucking oh, muck I up. Didn't. Yeah. Oh. Should have a shunt, Steve. He shunt. <laughs> he should. So yeah, shunt. so I'd been to Wales and um, I were reloading in the morning again at Stoke, so I thought I'll just night out at Stoke. Um, How many is that you've done now this year? Fucking five. That, that's more than you actually did a whole of last year, isn't it? Six. <laughs> so I'm well up there for fucking 50 a year. Yeah. So we parked up on this industrial estate in Stoke. Stoke. Where if, you are, if you're a patron member and you're on the Discord... <coughs> You'll see the rate and review bit on there, and it's on there. Oh. So it was me, Luke Chapman, Chappers number one, Chappers. Liam AB, and Mikey Blue Isles. Mm. And we parked up there and had a bit of a gangbang. Yeah. Well, me. Pizza sesh, weren't it? Yeah, me, me, Luke, and Liam touch. went um, and got a pizza each. Yeah. Um, obviously, me and Chappers had a manly pizza with meat on and onions and. Flavour. Flavour. Yeah, have jalapenos. No, no, just donna meat. Donna meat and onion. Mm, yeah. Proper mum. Oh, right, yeah. Liam A.B. got a child's pizza. Margarita. <laughs> a child's pizza. Cheese. Can I just have a cheese pizza, please? Um, so we, we got back to... Home too saucy for him. <laughs> cheese pizza just for me. Yeah. So we, we got back to the trailer and we ate it on the trailer. I were fucking freezing. And then... <clears throat> you used it as like a big table, didn't you? Yeah. It was, they couldn't believe how high up it was. They are quite high, though. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know, but yeah. They are quite high. So then we waited for Mikey Blue Isles to turn up, and he turned up about fucking quarter past eight. Yeah. So He's got the missed. nice red scanner, isn't it? Lovely scanner, yeah. He'd missed the um, pizza party. Mm. You're not saving just, any. Uh, no. Well, Chappers did, save, Chappers did save half of his 14-inch pizza. I ate all mine. You boshed a 14-inch? No, I got 12. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> he loves a 12. Um yeah, but he didn't want none of it, so that were fine anyway. So uh, we all had a good bit of a tip touch. We yeah. had a, a big gangbang tip touch. Four way, weren't it? Hashtag no. DHA tip touch. It were four way, yeah. Get on it. Fucking, it got it got filthy. I've so many tips. Pardon me. <laughs> so yeah, so we Did had. Did you go and sanitise touch. your finger afterwards? Because you know you're a bit of a germaphobe, aren't you? No. What are you no, implying? I just, I just had to. Which one's the dirty one? No, 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 no. None of them have to be dirty ones. But what I'm saying is, Matt is a germaphobe. No, no. I were mucky anyway, because I'd not had my me, me baby wipe down. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so it was fine. Uh, Your antibacterial wipes? Yeah, I did that when I got back in camp. <laughs> I had a full strip down and decontam. Yeah. yeah. Baby wiped, head to toe. Yeah. New pants on. 
in bed. <laughs> to do. Um, and it's a lovely parking spot. We Is parked it? on road up to Volvo, so you're on a bit of a downward slope. Not much. Yeah. And um, up 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 at Volvo, then you can go and use toilet. So I had a banging oh, shit in morning. Didn't you? So were, were you nice. Stoke? Stoke. Well, Newcastle Underline. Yeah, you? Newcastle Underline, but an industrial estate. I can't mm. tell you the name. It's on. It's on Discord. Oh yeah, yeah. You set up a new channel, didn't you? For someone did. Yeah, must have been El Daniello. No, Daniello. Um, wow. Set up new channel for book a parking rate and review or something like that. Mm. So if you go find, if we find somewhere that we go, do you know what? This is un. Like, yep. Fox. We didn't realize this was right. Good. Get yourself there. Yeah. Fox. I suppose you could put Fox on, but everyone like knows Fox. that everyone knows that people jizz on at Fox. Yeah. Well, I really had a fucking it. chance to be there. You're not gonna, are you? If you're going fucking. Wolverhampton. Oh, do you know where I'm going on Monday? No. I'm going up to Stranra. Yeah. Really? Mm. That is a right track. Yeah. Stranra. 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 Mm, all the way. It's Phoenix Knights reference. Was it? Yeah. Nice one. Up there and across there. Yeah, it is. Up there and to the left. It's yeah. a beautiful road, is it? There's 70 oh, yeah. across. I I don't, 70. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think I've ever been up the west side of Scotland. I know, before. 70s. Not that far up anyway. I need to check. But you going to... <laughs> Um, docks like no going to a cheese factory oh, yeah. really? I've got a load a load of cheese in Elsham at 9 o'clock on Monday morning and then get me sent off up there where's Elsham 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 what side at 180 near Barnetby oh is it cool yeah so you're yeah. loading the cheese at Elsham and loading the delivering cheese at Elsham. Stranra yeah. oh, oh it's nice run 75 yeah. not the 70. 75 75 very very picturesque up there beautiful that part will I've been yeah. up there for ages I've not been, I've, yeah, I've not been Stranra. I've been to fucking Loch Ness and fucking Aberdeen. Did you see Nessie? Yeah. You just go yeah. into Scotland no and turn left, don't you? Yeah, you just get in Scotland, turn left, and you end up at Stranra. You're going to go A166, 74, across 70. Yeah, I would have thought so. If you really wanted, you could jump on a ferry and go back to the homeland as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah from <laughs> Stranra. Thank you. Port. How much is it? The homeland. The homeland. I don't know how much it is. I'll only be having nine hours I've off. Never, there, I've no. never been back to Homeland. No. no. That road over Little towards Stranraer. Watch out because the police cameras are Action. off. There. Action. Because it's a 40, isn't it? Oh, he'll be oh. sticking at 40 anyway. Oh, I will. I will. Because there's I'm millions a... of trucks coming and going. And you know, this 20, 20 mile an hour there. thing in Wales. Yeah. Don't it feel like you're going like stood Didn't still? We weren't doing 20 mile an hour, that's why. Oh, yeah. Our 40 in. <gasps> well, there's no signs that says 20 mile an hour. All the signs still say 40, and it's even painted 40 on road. No, it's well, 30s that have gone then. to 20. Is it? Yeah, I think. Right. But if it's 20, there's... Trucker Jim got caught, didn't he? I don't know. Yeah, he got caught doing 30 and a 20. 20 is plenty, yeah. so they say. Uh, I was coming over North Bridge, actually, and Donny on the way here, and I was thinking 40 mile an hour for this road is far too slow. And Wheatley Hot Road. Yeah, so I did 50. Cause I'm uh, rebel. Ledger Way used to be 50, then did it? drop that down to 40. Yeah. Costs close to houses. Mm. That um, North Bridge needs to be a fifty, though. Yeah, it's just a naturally fifty road. Yeah, I believe. I I tend to do sixty, seventy over there. Yeah, yeah. You're a fucking bad boy, you aren't you? Yeah. Do you get air when you go over Tom? Yeah. Yeah. No wonder the van's falling to bits. It's not falling to bits. Actually, well, you fixed it again. Not needed to fix it. It's fixed it then. Fixed it then. <laughs> yeah. That's all of a sudden, clever. all of a sudden, eaters started blowing warm. <laughs> It was like a blockage, and it's it must have been a blockage, itself. yeah. Because I'd had I'd had Matrix out and cleaned all that out. Loads of shit came out, but it must have been picking it up from somewhere else and clogging it in Matrix. But mm-hmm. it's 
it's clear now. I, get, yeah. I can sit there for half hour or so, and it still blows out. I think warm. the trouble is, it's not getting right warm from here to work, is it? Don't take long to get warm, you know. No. Get other side at bridge, and it's warm. Yeah. Yeah. It won't do if the radiators block, though, will it? Radiator. Don't think radiator wall blocks. I did take that down and blow that out and give it a nose out. I'll hose you down, you little fucker. It were matrix that were blocked. Yeah. Um. Shall we? Um. <clears throat> what shall we do? We digress. So do we digress? Yeah, I don't even know what that means, but I like the word. Yeah, well, we'll just have a word from the sponsors. That's what we'll do. Yeah, That's we'll what I meant to say. We'll sponsors. have a word from the sponsors because they sponsor us, and without them, sponsors would be unsponsored. We'd be sponsorless, <laughs> wouldn't it? Sponsorless. So we'll do that, and then we'll be back very, 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 very shortly. So, Autogems. With years of experience in the industry, Autogems has built a solid reputation for providing customers with the finest car washing products in the UK. Their commitment to quality and customer satisfaction sets them apart from anyone else. And I tell you what, they are really, really good, aren't they? When, when they first the started, they sent us all sample packs, didn't they? So we gave them a bit of a mention then, and yeah. I've used all mine since, but they are, they, they are fucking great. Yeah, I got mine from Joshua, what's the bits that he didn't use? I didn't get a full one to send, but I, 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 the bits that I have used, the, the small oh, bottles, fucking ace. You've got to get on it. You've just got to go on the website, auto-gems.co.uk. And, um, Hyphen. Just, yeah, the stuff is fucking out of this world. It is really good. I like that. They're, they're my new fave. They're my new after my snow foam. They've got a really yeah, good detailing set. We've seen it with all yeah, the... all the sets. They've got all the sets. All the stuff. Everything Quite you need. Everything. There's more things you yeah. fucking right good. Very so good, nice, so nice. Personal recommendation. Do they need to do a chrome cleaner for all truck tanks? Yeah, and yeah. Well, even though it is car stuff, you can use it on your truck. Obviously, they don't do a chrome thing, but oh, yeah, get yeah, it, yeah. get it bought, get it in your truck. Your interior cleaner, your smellers. Yeah, you brown. Buy some, put it in your lorry. So I can make it all nice and shiny. And you, in fact, both of you. Why don't you shut up? Well sorted, scrubbers. Scrubbers, get it done. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so autogems.co.uk. Get on it, get it bought. We'll see there. And we're back in the, the room, room, nice and shiny. All clean and smelling good. Oh, yeah, I use topaz in topaz, my truck. Topaz, yeah. Lovely. Great stuff. Oh, my God. I like the fact that, we, do you know we have car shampoos? They make shampoos? The yeah, you shampoo your car. Yeah. Even though your car doesn't have like a. Doesn't have hair, does it? Doesn't have hair. But you wash your car with lovely smelling shampoo. And. For no reason. I don't know why. You get all these different smells. You go, God, it smells bloody. That smells right nice, that. Your car doesn't stay smelling like that. Does no, it? right. It's not like it when doesn't. you wash your clothes or something. It's enjoyment then as you're washing it, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, it just smells nice as you're washing it. Just I got some. It amuses fall- me every time I wash my car. I got some fallout remover. Right. <clears throat> in a kit and I went through the, all these bottles sniffing them all oh that smells great oh that smells great <laughs> yeah then this this fallout remover I fucking do you know what fallout remover is yes yeah. I've I got open, the same one that you've opened got opened the bottle and I was like fucking Jesus Christ nearly blew the top of my head off it's like eggy absolutely stunk it's acid yeah fucking yeah. stunk but then, <laughs> didn't you spray it all over your wheels on a windy day and got it all up your leg yes I've done it here as well yes. it's Dickhead. like a fucking wind tunnel here terrible all over my face like oh, it burns <laughs> fucking did, face oh, I, I, I was in the yard one day while I was washing the trucks down <clears> and um, he was doing the tanks as he was uh, uh, yeah. as I was as I was doing my my walk around check 
they was washing the trucks before I was going out one morning. It's weird when they yeah, do that. fucking like mental. Me on Friday. Yeah. Um, so as I walked down the side of the truck, the wind caught the fucking acid he was spraying on the tank and I ended up with burning eyebrows. So, um, it's a bit of hydrochloric acid, that's what they'll use. Yeah. A mix of that and it's fucking horrible stuff. Fucking like. horrible you stuff. You don't want that in your eyes. No. <laughs> you, can, you can feel it. Like It's not burning or stinging. It's just like a fucking horrible tingle. Yeah. Not good. They use it when, um, you know, like if someone's had a pipe burst or something like that. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Talking about pipe bursts. Yeah. Well, like a, um, <coughs> what you call it? A hydraulic pipe. Hydraulic, there you go, there's one. Hydraulic pipe. Right? I well, had a pipe burst once. Yeah. Did you? It was, yeah, I was in fucking, I was in Wales. Oh, God. In both. You get choked up about it. Is it a really sad no, story? No, no, I'm trying not to die. <laughs> um, so, I was lifting these sleepers off the back of the truck uh, and all of a sudden this fucking pipe went bang the the guy that was taking delivery of the sleepers was leant up against the wall just watching me do it and as it went bang it fucking covered him from head to foot but when he moved when he head walked to off head to toe head to toe head to foot same thing your toes are on your feet oh yeah um <laughs> Was, when he walked off, there was a perfect fucking outline of him on the wall. Like, like a cartoon. Like a death scene. <laughs> like he'd be choked outline. Yeah. But I was like, fucking hell, look at that. And he was like, oh, yeah, you cunt, I'm fucking covered in it. Did uh, you take a photo to it? No, I didn't. Oh, I wish I did. I wish I did. You fucking shoulda. Yeah, I shoulda done. You shoulda done. I'll have a look through my phone. That's funny, done. that. Yeah, that Sounds like a made-up story, but I remember it, you I telling us when it happened. I don't know if you've ever had a pipe burst on you. I have actually, yeah. They fucking go with a right bang and they go everywhere as well. You won't because you don't do iron work, do you? I used to work with hydraulic equipment. Well, mixers. mixers, Oh, right, yeah. And tipper. Yeah, you will have done that, wouldn't you? I was doing a tipper once. Fucking body were up in air and hydraulic went and it just fucking Fucking fell down. Fucking Jesus. Fucking horrendous. Yeah, get your fingers out of the way real quick. I were in cab. All right. But the fucking oil went all over aggregate. I were dropping. Fucking hell. Fucking horrendous. And obviously that was going into concrete. So yeah. it, it, it were coating it, then it yeah, couldn't, be couldn't used. use it. Fucking Fuck horrendous. Yeah. I don't do you a lot of slide up works. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've, I've got my high up, but I don't. I'm just now and again for coverage and stuff. You're a leisure high up, right? Very you? much so. Fair and um, as I like to point out, when I do get to do it, I don't get paid to do it, but I get to do it. <laughs> fucking don't get paid to do it. <laughs> but I uh, was in the yard. I know. Um, it was just one of the little high ups, uh, little rigids, and. Uh, Obviously, you, you've got to fire up before you leave the yard and you, you check do. it's working and stuff. And I'm glad I did this day. It was a cold day. Got it all <laughs> set up, lifted the crane up, and one of the main pipes on the boom went. Yeah. And it it must have gone up about 10, 15 foot up in there as it's fucking <laughs> everywhere. She's like a squirter. Gushing out. And it just... Orrid. Stinks as well, doesn't it? And you're like... Oniony. Chuffing orrid. Real oniony. Yeah. Well, I was taking... And one of these ridges to the place to get fixed yesterday morning because mm. one burst the day before that, and wasn't <laughs> I'm all right. I am so thick at times. I will say it. I mean, it's all right. I d- not that I've noticed her, Oak Brown. <laughs> well, I was taking this rigid high ab to the truckloader's place to get fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing my walk around check, I turned it on, turned the high ab on, to, and I'm like, "Fuck, have I done that for?" And it started spurting and spraying in the yard. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Went so, all over me. So, so silly. if you weren't using the high ab, why just, did you turn it on to check it? Just, don't know. Just like just because he's a daft apeth. You silly um, Billy. So just silly. had it in my head. I was going to check everything, and I'm like, uh, not that bit. <laughs> Thicko. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well done. 
Shall we um, Shall we get on to this chat with CJ? Yeah, we'll get on to this chat with CJ. Right. I think it'd be more exciting than what I'm talking about. Strap your ears down because this is a long and we'll be back after. This is with Dan and CJ. So, enjoy. Hello. Hi. How are you going? Hi, CJ. You all right? Yeah, good. Can you hear me okay? I think we are nice and uh, nice and clear. I'm just messing around with some levels while you talk, but I don't think it'll be come but, through. But, uh, yeah. Okay. So, I'm, I just thought I'd walk outside so I have a bit of better reception for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it are you like crazy remote out there? Oh, not really, but it's just um, I live in a very old farmhouse, so the walls are very thick and sometimes can affect their reception. Right, okay. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Oh, it does sound nice, that. You can even hear, you can even hear birds in the background. Oh, I just put the voice isolation on so to try and cut them out for <laughs> you. Cut them out, yeah. Sod nature, yeah. cut that off. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you, we live in a beautiful part of the world. Are you, um, do you live on the, on the, on a farm? I said, did I see that your, your dad has a yeah. farm? Yeah, so um, I moved back onto the family property and then um, I kind of like lived in a shipping container for a while, like decked one out as a house and then, um, yeah, eventually moved into the old original family home um, that my dad grew up in. So I live in that now and, yeah, very, very lucky. Is your dad still there or has he gone somewhere else? Yeah, dad um, lives next door in the house that he built with his wife and um, one of my sisters. All right. Yeah, so we it's a big enough property that we're, you know, we don't see each other unless we really have to, but yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, good. Is it? And have you got, like, you're going to tell me you've got like 10,000 acres of land and. <laughs> no, um, we are just on a, like a relatively small property, so about 20 acres. Oh, just, yeah, tiny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so small. Yeah, no, we're very lucky. Yeah, it's a I, nice amount of land. Did I see the. The, I saw the video of the um, the is it cherry were it cherries that you, you, is it yeah, on the, yeah. the crops got all, got wrecked didn't they by the weather oh yeah probably the worst uh, season we've ever seen my whole life is that just so, rain is that just it, rain that's ruined it yeah the the rain yeah absolutely so we had a really beautiful crop this year like the cherries were huge and then we just had a lot of rain come through and they just split open and there's just nothing you can do really. Um, so is that yeah, like, we just watched did, them all split open and get destroyed. Oh, nice. So, so like, say so, so you've got a... Would the crop, is it... Uh, you're going to have to forgive my ignorance. I know nothing about farming around. No, that's all right. No, it's um, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you had a, a farm full of cherries, are they all coming through at the same time? Or are they, like, seasonal? No. Like you can have them all at different parts. So so there's, there's tons of different varieties of the, cherries. So, yeah. like, you know how with an apple you've got, like, a pink lady and a granny smith and yep. that um it's the same with cherries but people don't really realize that so every variety tastes slightly different and they all ripen at different days like all week so there's some varieties that are early in the season some that are late um but so we did get some cherries off early in the season before the rain came yeah. but anything kind of after that got really ruined and it's not like um a type of fruit that you can pick and then it'll ripen later you pick it as it's ready yeah, to eat it's ready to go so, um, you know, we had a huge crop and there's just nothing you can really do because unless they're right at the time, you can't pick them. So it's, is that kind um, of devastation for, is, is that 
like a, a real effective thing is that is that gonna like financially so, really so growing up that yeah so growing up it would have been but now we're in a position where um my dad's a truck driver as well mm. so he went full-time trucking about 17 years ago so the property is now just um it's not our full income it's like more i guess you'd almost classify it as a hobby farm right um now so now now we don't rely on it but it just is a nice thing to have in the background right okay oh good so at least it's not yeah. it's not yeah at least it's not not completely financially crippling yeah, no but life, it, it, you know the, the property still yeah so we actually have um pears that are nearly like they're all on the trees at the moment um and the the, the problem with the pears is that now we have issues with birds so dad and i went for a walk around the property today and the problem with that now is that we're seeing that all the cockies and the parrots and that are coming through and eating them all. Yeah. So we don't even have a, a pear crop now because you're just so sitting there watching this beautiful ruined. big. Yeah, yeah. I, I sat with um, a, a, a man who's like my grandfather, um, not my blood, but he helped, you know, he's been there their whole lives. Yeah. And I said to him today, I was like, you know, how sad is it for you to see it now farming compared to what it was in your time? Because back when he was farming, we didn't have the environmental elements as bad as what we do now. Mm. Um, you know, now we can't get a crop off unless we have it netted because the, the birds will eat right, it so yeah. bad. Um, whereas back in the day, we didn't have to net at all. So, yeah, just round the facts for you. <laughs> all right, yeah. Well, it is, it is interesting for us because I know a lot of... A lot of guys that have out to do with us like the farming and they're like real involved with it, you know, a lot of the truck truck style of things, mm. a lot of it's like that kind of mm. farmy culture and stuff. And I know ours are obviously very, very much different to what it would be out there. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's all kind of like you can kind of relate, but it's on a different level, isn't it? Yeah, trying to get your head around just how, how different everything is just by the weather being so hot and stuff all the time there and then just mm. just a bit of rain well, being able to wreck everything it's just mind-boggling yeah well because you you want a dry climate for the season and that's why we normally do quite well over here it's interesting i i lived in canada for a couple of years yeah and i lived in a region that was quite similar climate to here except for like in winter it snowed mm. um so the summers were quite dry and semi-arid yeah. and there was a lot of um vineyards is in the okanagan valley which is like full of uh vineyards and orchards and it was interesting because in their summers they would have helicopters that came through and they'd uh, fly over the top of the the or like, if they had some rain the helicopters would come in and fly over the top to try and air out the trees and um, I know they do that in California as well. And then people on my Instagram that being like, "Oh, just get a helicopter!" And it's like, "Bro, we don't, what the hell?" Like, <laughs> yeah, the just get a helicopter. Like, who, who can afford that? <laughs> um, but we also live in a very steep valley, so we're over there. They're quite open, open valleys. Yeah. So it's um, it's just different, you know. But I don't know. Sometimes people. Uh, financially, that they're just a bit disconnected to what most of us can really afford. Yeah, just, just grab a chopper. Unrelatable content. Yeah, okay, mate. yeah, just grab a chopper. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, oh, I just yeah. whip but one out of the barn a... and I'll sort that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not a problem. Yeah, exactly. So, no, we just have to sit and watch it kind of all go down the, the drain, unfortunately. <sighs> it's not bad, but it's good right. just seeing that weather, isn't it? Um, so, you... Uh, people a lot on know off your socials and stuff like that that you were have um, mm. you've had a good tanker life. You've been on those big mm. old big old fuelers. 
I mean, mm, yeah. For to try and put stuff in a bit of context, I uh, mm. we. I used to be in Air Force with um, another lad off podcast and we used to drive mm-hmm. refuel as for some of the jets and stuff and we had the biggest one we had was oh. what we called a twin rig so that would just be like yeah. two of yours you know like the, mm-hmm. the the tanks on the front so you I know you have the, the you have the unit and then a trailer and then you can have like a, another three yeah. or four or whatever so the longest we've Kinda, ever done yeah. is two but we still okay. aren't allowed on the road with two of those um, oh. without a special license type thing, like um, express permission type. And you wouldn't be able to so you know, drive around Force, every day. So that was in the Air Force, did you say? Yeah, when we used to be. And that's in the, oh. I'll just shoe on that in that's because so we have to tell everybody that we were in the Air Force, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, if I was, I, would, I did try to um, join the Air Force when I was young and I got rejected. <laughs> no, no, why? <laughs> yeah. You are, um, you are young, though, too, aren't was, you? Um, well, I'm 34 soon, so um, I oh, did it when I was like catching I me applied up. when I was in my yeah, I was in my teens, I reckon, when I applied, but um, or like early 20s, but I was just too honest in my medical and oh, my right. friends were in it. They're like, You fool, like, why did you do that? No, well, what did you say? <laughs> what, what, what were it that? Um, they asked if I'd ever had shin splints, and I'm like, Well, yeah, when you're unfit and you go for a run, your shins hurt. <laughs> no, oh, right, like, okay. And then, um, they asked if I'd ever had, and I don't even think I had shin splints. It's more so just being on fit, right? And yeah, shins yeah. hurt a little bit. And then um, they asked if I'd ever had visual migraines. I mean, no, ever had a migraine. I'm like, well, yeah, I've had visual migraines. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nah, just a no, yeah. no go. And I was like, what? And I went to my doctor and we talked, and it turned out I was, we believe I was getting them because I was on the pill, like the, um, you know, like a contraceptive, yeah. What's it? Yeah, yeah, and um, you can be um, not allergic but um, intolerant to estrogen. And right. so um, the estrogen that was getting pumped through me from that, it can cause migraines. Mm. So if I wanted to, I could have gone back and I've reapplied. Tried again, yeah. Um, yeah, but I wanted to go in to be a, um, a transport driver in the reserves, and so I ended up being a truck driver anyway. So it doesn't – I didn't need them in the end. <laughs> So, the universe worked out for me in the long run, but yeah. So when you did you you said that you did some other work before you became a trucker. Have I, have yeah. I, have I seen yeah. that right? So, what, what did you do before? Yeah, yep. Uh, so when I finished high school, I went and worked in a motorbike store so I could race motocross. Yeah. Um, because my family didn't want me to race, so I was like, well, I'm gonna find a way. <laughs> um, so I went and did that and got sponsored, and then I was like, hey, dad, guess what? And he's like, oh, oh no. Um, and then I left that to go and work in the insurance broking industry, which I stayed in for seven years. And then I left that and then went into trucking when I was like 26. Nice. So you like yeah. you liked your motocross. Yeah. We, we were talking about this the other day, weren't we, about old motorsport that you love. And yeah. You like you like yeah. the you like the version of me in Australia, but female and a- <laughs> able to do everything that you want to do. <laughs> oh, look, I try. I've seen all your bikes yeah. and stuff. I bet you know, like the motocross stuff. I bet you can just go out and just ride around there, can't you? Just do go wherever uh, you want. Like yes and no. Motocross is a little bit different because your bike's not registered. You have to ride it on private property or land. So. Yeah. I was kind of more restricted to where I could ride. It was like you had to be at the liberty of motocross tracks opening on certain days and stuff like that. Mm. Um, 
so you can't take them on the roads. You can't ride in national parks here, like in my state that I live in. Each state's kind of got different rules. Yeah. Um, and then last year, I think it was, I got my enduro bike. So I've sold, I sold my dirt, like my motocross bike in the pandemic, just because it was good money. Yeah. And then, yeah, I bought, a, I think it's like a 2022 FE 350. I don't know if you've got those. It's a Husqvarna enduro bike over there. I've, uh, se- I've seen here. it. I've, yeah, I've seen a picture of it. Yeah. yeah. So you you can register them. So I can take that on dirt ro- or any roads. So that kind of opens up the riding capacity and, um, up here on the sides of the country roads, there's typically like a bit of land that's council kind of lands between mm. property and the road. And there's a lot of like tight trails and stuff like that. So, I mean, the boys and I kind of like head out and we'll, we'll take the dirt bikes and kind of ride those trails um, up the riverland and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and just and you can take them in the forest and stuff like that. But if I'm honest, I've just been so busy. I haven't taken that full girl out in a while. Oh, well, yeah, you are, um, you are a yeah, busy no, lady, aren't you? Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, and then and then I have the Harley as well, which um, yeah, I, I threaten to sell oh, every no. year, and then I just, no, no, no. then I ride it, and then I'm like, nah, I love it too much, and yeah, then I'm going that, back in the shed for a while. That thing is gorgeous. When it, I, I seen that reel yeah. that you put on, and I'm like, oh my god, look at that, that's so nice. Mm. But I love, I, I mean, yeah. I used I, I used to have a bike, and I, I obviously you obviously come off a few times, but. When I got rid of it when I, I had yeah. my littlest were born. Um, I got, rid, got yeah. rid of it just after that because I thought, no, it's not worth the risk. I mean, it's a it's a very different world over here. To we have to drive, we have to ride somewhere. Like we have to go up into mm. countryside or up into hills or something to find some decent roads to open it up on. I suppose, but like the vast majority of the time, if you're riding a bike, there's just so many poor drivers and the traffic all the time. You just you just yeah. like constantly having to dodge death, I suppose. Like just yeah, everybody definitely. pulling out, and not looking. I think that's a lot the same here. Like I ride and then I'm like, oh, is it really worth it? And then I don't ride and then I pull it out. But I think being a truck driver and being a motorcycle rider goes hand in hand for yeah. how aware we are. Yeah. I get really nervous when you see people that just aren't as clued on out on the roads. But um, yeah. I think the two two passions of trucks and bikes it makes more sense. Like that, you just understand. Yeah, you can see. You like get a sixth sense, don't you? Being a truck driver, you can just see what people are going to do before they do it, and like you you just know what's going to happen, don't you? Yeah, it's it's interesting, (laughs) but my bike's so fast because it's it's got eighteen hundred cc, and then I've got it cammed out as well. It's been on the dyno, so. The thing rips, and um, <sighs> you know, you go up on the traffic light just in first gear. But the, before you even at the other side of the intersection, you're 85 k's <laughs> an hour, yeah. and uh, the speed limit's 60. So you're just luckily because it's got so much compression. As soon as you like back it off, the whole bike pulls up real fast. So like you might blip into the speed, but you can back it off just as fast. It yeah. doesn't like free roll very much. Yeah, it breaks um, itself. But the biggest thing. Yeah, so much and en- so much engine braking compression. The biggest problem I've got is that now that it's cammed, I'm a, I love the tight, twisty um, roads in the hills that I live in. And mm. so, uh, say you're rolling through a real tight, twisty, um, and you just start rolling the throttle on, it will hit almost like a power band, like a two-stroke, and it just wants to throw you off. Yeah. Um, so it's a matter of being really light on the throttle which makes me feel like I'm going a lot slower than probably I used to because I used to be able to really throw it in and yeah. um, it would 
it'd ride very smooth and if I needed to slow it quick, I could just slam down a gear and it kind of pull me up. Whereas now if I was to do that, the whole thing just locks up. Mm. So it makes me a lot more, you have to be more cautious and um, yeah, yeah my, my racing competitive fierce, spirit kind of gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. But look, it's beautiful. It, I'm grateful I have it. It's just like a little asset, little toy that sits in the shed that doesn't owe me anything. So it's just, unless I need money, I'll probably just keep a yeah, hold of it. And, it's a very good looking yeah. asset, isn't it? I'd like to keep that in my shed. Yeah, nice with the ego. <laughs> yeah, it looks very nice. Um, I've, I've, I've been into Harleys a lot, but I've, I've never had one. I've always had like, well, the bikes I've had have always been like sports bikes, you know, like super sports. Yeah, uh, like See, a, I, I appreciate them, but I hate being head first. I feel a bit too vulnerable being in that riding position. Yeah. Being head first, I like to more be sitting back a little bit. Yeah, I've always wanted to be a bit more of a cruiser type. I've always wanted, I like the like I said, the Sportsters and the the V Rod type of Arleys. I've always loved them. I think they're just so cool. I will get one mm. one day, probably when I'm old and fat and can't really ride a bike anymore. <laughs> Well, you know, like I just thought I'd get in early and get get it in my twenties. Yeah, <laughs> just get yeah. it out of my system and not wait. But most people that I used to sell, well, we used to sell bikes to. Because I worked in a Harley shop in Canada, yeah. and um, yeah, most of them were retired or this and that, and they're like, "All yeah. right, it's time." And you're like, "Okay, cool." Like I'm, you have I'm to happy be to afford you. it, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dumb, young and dumb like me, or like, yeah, or, old know, and retired, and retired. <laughs> yeah. So, your, yeah. your your life on the tankers, then is it mm-hmm. is it as crazy as it seems? Because to me, when you see some of these videos and yeah, mm. yeah, you're four tankers long or whatever, and you're going in the middle of nowhere and you're delivering at night time, and yeah, it, it just seems mad to me that. Um, this kind of thing goes on. <laughs> like, yeah, fuel was a very interesting chapter. I've obviously kind of tapered off on fuel now um, as of December, but um, I it was a lot to learn. Yeah. Definitely, like you have experience with it, so you understand. Like there was a lot of extra licenses that go into it, like your dangerous goods license, your safe loading practice courses, and all this and that, and. Um, once you learn the procedures, it wasn't so scary. Um, the maximum amount of trailers that I personally pulled in tankers was three. Yeah. Um, but there are some boys that will be, and I guess girls, I haven't seen any, but um, that they will put, be pulling four. But that's more so in the Northern Territory or over Northern West Australia, like all along the north yeah. of Australia where it's more remote. But down here, it's mainly maximum three. Um, but yeah, like... Um, night shift was a bit daunting for me at first because before I worked in fuel, I actually had a massive phobia of the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, quite a big scaredy cat and I was always didn't know if I'd be brave enough. But I guess when you're just put in the position that you have no choice to just get it done. So there were moments where delivering to service stations, I don't know, do you call them servos or uh, gas stations? Uh, or? Yeah, well, we, we just tend to just call them garages or services. It's, um, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so garages. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. um, I mean, yes. if, if we're out on the road, like motorway-wise, we'd call it services. Yeah. Yeah. A services. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so in Australia, we like to shorten everything. I'm sure you've picked up on it, so we shorten everything, so... It'd be like a service station yeah. here, but we call them servos. Servos. Um, 
So yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Everything's got an O or an IE on the end. So servos. Yeah, and, I like uh, it. We I, would, I'm going to start doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, around town, like on a typical night shift or whatever, I'd just be driving what we call a semi, which is just what you call a lorry plus one trailer, yeah. um, and we call like a prime mover and a trailer. So. Um, that would just be like servicing, just going around and filling up the tanks at certain local servos. And sometimes I'd have to be delivering at like, you know, two or three in the morning um, and it's fully closed. There's no one around and it was a bit eerie, but I think you just get used to it. So mm-hmm. I, there was moments where I was like, far out, like this is really cool. I, a few years ago, there's just no way I would be brave enough, but you just get used to it. Yeah. And I guess like the element of the dangerous goods with the fuel Again, you just get used to that too, and you have to not think about it. So, um, I guess, so um, my first year in doing fuel, I was just driving with one trailer, and then I went and upgraded my license off my own back and paid for that to get my multiple combinations. So, in Australia, there's a a quite, there's a, I think a lot of overseas people don't understand the progression of licenses over here, and a lot of people come over and just want to go like, I just want to drive a road train, how do I do it? And I get so angry at people, which is probably not very kind of me, but I just tell people like, just take your time, like don't rush a process, just please be patient. So over here, when you're like 16 years old, you'll get your car license, yeah. um, and that's just like you know a normal car. And then um, after a certain amount of year, like maybe a year or so, once you're fully licensed, it takes a few years you'll go into a heavy rigid so that's sort of like a there's, there's a there's a light rigid medium rigid or heavy rigid license mm-hmm. um and then that's just like you know no trailers yeah and then you go to a hc heavy combination one trailer and then multiple combination uh, and multiple combinations is your road train so you're unlimited to how many trailers you can tow okay um so anyway once once i uh, one year of doing tankers um, with singles, I decided to go up into multiple. Yeah. So that's when I got put in the road train. Once I started doing that, that's when my nightmares and all of that happened. I'll be, yeah. I'm very happy to be vulnerable and honest about that. Like I had night terrors. I'd be waking up, sitting up in my sleep, thinking that I was driving the truck and had a crack. <laughs> um, and it, I, the psyche really hit in of like thinking that, you know, the element of having so much weight, the multiple trailers, the fuel, being in the outback, yeah. all of that was really tough on my mental health. But um, I got through that, and once I did, then you just get used to it. More trips, you get more comfortable, and you just take. I just took my time, and um, by the end of that year or so of driving road trains into the outback, it was very, very comfortable, and I just didn't even think twice about it. And I ended up preferring to be out in the outback than more so in the city. Yeah. And now I've actually I've moved my work. I'm now working in Western Australia, purely in the outback because I just I just got to the stage where I just didn't want to be driving stemmings in the city anymore. Yeah. So you've now moved mm-hmm. to, is it Merkanuka? Merkanuka? Yeah, yeah. So the company is called Merkanuka. Um, so, so, like, so, yeah, they're ba- based in West Australia. Do you have to, like, how, how far away is that? Because I looked on the map and that looks pretty far mm-hmm. to commute. So I'm going to mm-hmm. say that you, mm-hmm. far, do you have yeah. to, like, fly? Do you have to drive for days? Or yeah, what? yep. You have yep. to fly so to get to I work? Catch, yes. So I Jesus. fly from Adelaide to Perth, which is a. I think it's like a three and a half hour flight <laughs> or is it three hours? And then that takes me to Perth and then yeah. I have to catch another plane from there to the mine site, which is an hour, an hour and a half on a jet. Um, and then that takes me about a thousand kilometers into the outback from Perth. Oh my God. See this kind of thing. Like, yeah. For, for, for us to be on a plane for three and a half hours, that's like us going to Cyprus. 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, it blows my mind it's because crazy. the other day, um, yeah, so I I flew from Adelaide for my first swing. I flew from Adelaide to Perth. Um, yeah. I spent. I got picked up in Perth. I picked up a brand new Kenworth um, Prime Mover. And then I drove that to Geraldton, which was five hours north. Then I drove for uh, an hour to the farm, and then we drove ten hours from the farm out to the to the mine site. Jesus Christ! It's 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 crazy how yeah, yeah the yeah. distances. It just people yeah, just don't so, understand how big yeah how big it is. I can't wrap I can't wrap my head around how like you guys can just drive a couple hours and then be in a whole different country with different language yeah. like so for me I can't fathom that that just boggles my mind because over here yeah when I did two PD trips in the fuel tanker um, that was a 10 hour journey each way so I'd drive 10 hours up there unload for two and a half hours sleep in the truck and then drive another 10 hours home and I'm still within the same state that's <laughs> that's crazy isn't it I mean it takes yeah. us like four hours, five hours to get down to from here where we are. So it's like we're quite north in mm. in England. So if we mm-hmm. did five hours and then we're on a boat then over to France, we could be down bottom of France in like ten hours or something like that. You know? Yeah, I can't. I'm hoping to come over this year so I can actually see how understand close it, it is. a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I really yeah, wanted to, I could walk to world. Wales, and that's 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 another country. So I could actually just walk there. <laughs> that is just it unbelievable. Is yeah. I know that it's always been whether a kind of joke, but not a joke. Um, I know that Western Australia pretty much wants to be their own country right. because it's just so far removed from the rest of the country. Like, I suppose you um, could be. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think some stupid, I, I'm going to say the wrong thing, but something like 90% of Australia's population lives on the east coast of Australia. Right. So you're talking like Queensland, you know, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah. Most of the country lives, like most of the population is on that coast of Australia. Oh, well, that's um, Because Western Australia just feels so far removed, it's so far away from all of that. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely live on a big continent, that's for sure. So all that space in the middle of Australia is yeah. absolutely nothing. There's it's beautiful, though. It is so pretty. It's terrifying, um, though, at the same time, eh? Yeah, but it's very vast, very... Um, there's not much, and the towns are very small. Is I the, know they would have been booming back in the day, but now it's just they're just empty. It's so sad. Is there, is there much an, in the way of, like, going from one side to the other? Because when we... Oh, when mm-hmm. I think of road trains and stuff, I think, oh, well, you're going to have a job where you have to get six trailers and you have to drive it from one side of Australia to other and it takes days or it takes weeks. And mm. does mm-hmm. that actually happen? Is that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. So not six trailers, though. Um, I'd more so say from coast to coast, I think most of them would be doubles, maybe triple yeah. is a maximum. You only find the quads and your real, like, super long road trains they're more so just in the mines and up north. So you're not really finding anything bigger than a triple, I'd say, like on the east coast, on those major highways, you're seeing like doubles. But, yeah, there are definitely um, a lot of freight goes from Sydney and Melbourne across through South Australia to Perth. Mm. Um, So that's what we'd call our interstate drivers. We've got interstate drivers that run up and down the coast, up the east coast of Australia. Then you've got your interstate drivers that drive... Um, you know, from Adelaide up to Darwin, 
which yeah. is right up the, the center, which is like three and a half thousand kilometers. And then you've got your drivers that will do um, a lot of two up driving. So you've got two drivers and the truck just goes nonstop. And that's taking you from the east coast, like Sydney, Melbourne, across to Perth and back. Um, but yeah, the, the ones that run across what we call the paddock, the yeah. paddock is like the Nullarbor. Yeah. The Nullarbor takes you across like um, the top of or through South Australia to WA. Um, yeah, most of, I would say most of them would be two up drivers. Oh, so how, how how worrying is it about when you have to do a journey? I don't know if you've ever done that kind of thing, but when you're like going really remote like that, does it? What kind of like provisions and what if things go wrong and stuff like that? I know you have to take like yeah. you have to be able to sort your own tires out or whatever. But what if something like mechanically goes mm-hmm. wrong? Do you just have to sit and wait for a week or what? what how do things? Well, so yeah. So I've never been an interstate driver. I've never done those kind of trips. The furthest I did was just up to Cooper Pedy. And when I say just, still, that is a quite a significant journey. Yeah. But it is just a one day up and one day back. Um, and for for that trip, there's only three hours that I don't have reception. So I had I had phone service for most of it. Yeah. And then once I get to Glen Danbo, which is like a remote town, outback town, once I get to Glen Danbo and go north for three hours to Cooper Pedy, there was no phone service. Mm-hmm. Um, but within that time, there is satellite phones in the truck that right, okay. we could use. Um, and then with tyres, that's something that a lot of I've been trolled for in some comments, you know, being like, oh, yeah, but she can't change tyres. But up until now, I actually have not been allowed to change tyres over the last eight years of driving. Um, It was company policy with every business that we had to call a tyre repair company Mm. um, to come out. So you'd be stranded pretty much um, until they come out. Touch wood, I didn't have that issue over the last eight years. But And if I did get a flat tyre, I was was local enough that someone could help me out. Yeah. Um, but I know that a lot of the boys would be carrying, you know, their own tool bags, their own, um, own, you know, um, socket set, like guns, like, um, a rattle gun, yeah, like um, the and they have their own spare yeah. tires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, um, mechanically, I think it's, um, that's one thing I regret. I wish I would, I wish I kind of did maybe some TAFE courses or something to learn mechanics a little bit more because yeah. I'm not very mechanically minded and I never was with motocross either. But um, with my new job, I've actually already I've had quite a few lessons already just in two weeks of how to change tires. So mm. I'm finding techniques for myself how to do that. Um, but yeah, as I said, I can't really speak on behalf because I, I'd be you know lying like yeah, but I, I've never done interstate like that. Um, I've sat in the truck with a friend. We did a trip together for a week. I just kind of sat with him and went for a journey to see what it's all about. And it's definitely very different. You know, they're they're having to stop at truck stops for showers and sleep in the truck every night and they're out all week yeah. um, and then just come home for the weekend. So, it, you know, and that's the thing I'm trying to show online how um, varied the industry is. Mm. I think a lot of people think, oh, trucking just means like you're out on the road for weeks at a time doing, you know, yeah. those long interstate trips. But I don't think people um, realise that there's a lot of local work where you can be home every night as well or there's a lot of different stuff. Yeah, I think um, and, there should yeah. be some sort of, I've had the idea of late of like trying to, I don't know, do some sort of campaign to put truck drivers back into a place where they should be because although we get a lot of grief over here and essentially everybody hates us, we're in the way, we're yeah. slow and people just want to fly around mm-hmm. here all the time, there's no respect for you, they're mm-hmm. like they're 
services and mm-hmm. all that are all crap. There's they're all dirty and mm-hmm. there's nothing good for truck drivers really. There's the odd um, like truck stops that are obviously proper for truckers, but they're that few and far in between. I know there's a lot of places doing mm-hmm. different like reviewing of areas, trying to get things better, but I think we need some sort of like um something putting out and getting more and more people back into how cool these things are because i mean all kids when they're growing up they see a truck don't they and uh, diggers and tippers and stuff and they're like whoa look at that and every kid loves them how big they are and stuff like that it's just trying to bring that i don't know a bit more respect back into it because they're just slated from every angle nowadays well, I definitely agree with you, and that's kind of why I put myself out there in the first place when I first started sharing on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to, um, I'm a pretty happy go lucky kind of person yeah. and positive, and I'm proud of what I do. Yeah. Um, and I kind of was like reflecting on, you know, being at school and, you know, how we're always pushed down the university route or whatever. Um, and, it was like, oh, you better keep, you know, better pay attention, better do your assignments. What are you going to do? Just become like a truck driver or something like that, as if it was like a dirty job. Yeah. Um, and now, like, I went to my 10 year school reunion years ago, and I remember like talking to heaps of people that went to university, and I was earning more money than them, and I was in a better place, and I'd done heaps more, and most of them had these university degrees and couldn't get jobs. Mm. Um, and yeah, like, so I want to get into schools and talk to kids and spread the excitement and the positive and. Um, like on the weekend I had an event I don't know if you see, saw I went to an event called Touch a Truck which a local council put on it's yeah. a free event for the public Yeah, and all these kids got to go around and yeah they got to climb in and out of like um, you know there was an army truck there there was a fire truck there was all these different you know garbage trucks and this and that and they got to actually climb up in and have a look and they were so like kids were like there's a bed in there and then I was like yeah sometimes we have to sleep in the truck what <laughs> you know and it's like so cool to like yeah, see, see the excitement on their faces and be close and there needs to be so much more of that we need to like we need to show that um anyone can drive and like parents come up and they're like oh we just want to say like it's really cool that there's a diversity here of like showing what different truck drivers can look like and i'm like cool like yeah. i will never push that agenda but just by being here i hope that's enough that yeah, yeah, yeah. you can see and um I totally agree with you where we need to like be spreading a bit more positive. And I do have a lot of people that message me that say, you know, they've never driven a truck. They don't intend on it. But by sharing what I do gives them more of appreciation of something that they had just no idea about. Um, I don't know about over in the UK, but over here we all run like a, a UHF radio in the truck. And um, so we can communicate with each other with the radio Hmm. and where a lot of the, like once you're out of the city, a lot of the roads um, are very long and we're so long that cars can't see around us and often we see people doing really risky overtakes Yeah. and you're just like, man, I just wish they could talk to us. So I did a video explaining to cars that they could, you know, get a handheld radio and how they can communicate with us yeah. and that has been so cool to see the, the change in people's, if we can bridge the gap of it's not us versus you, it's we are all just on the road together. Yeah, we're alongside and try and, yeah. Yeah, and like in Australia, the big thing is without trucks, Australia stops. Yeah, yeah, everywhere does. The whole planet does. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, yeah, there's train systems and boats and stuff, but the train will take it to a depot. Then, how does it get from that to, you know, 
And so everyone I speak to, I'm like, remember, every single thing you buy at the shops has got there because of the truck. Yeah. And I'm trying to like spread that kind of, and so people can appreciate it more and see it as more like a um, like a thank you and like just appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm I I totally agree with you, and it's nice to hear that you have the same kind of mentality and thought process. Yeah, we def- definitely want to try and push it a bit more because, like we say, a lot of things. One of the guys who was on the podcast called Josh. He does this um, uh, thing where, uh, through the company, they they take um, the trucks to different schools and they'll do, mm-hmm. like, a, a safety uh, type of aspect. You know, like, it'll get all the kids lined up in the blind spots and show them how dangerous they are and what you've got to look out for and that that's kind of stuff. That's so cool. But although, uh, oh, as, that's uh, awesome. as good as that is going around the schools doing that, it's not like... Um, it's not like a, you know, like an incentive or showing you how good the things are and how cool it is and what they can do with trucks and what trucks do. It's just, it seems to be usually about the dangers of what trucks can yeah. be. And it's kind of mm-hmm. painted like that all the time. It's like, oh, you've got to be careful with these because they'll not see you and you've got to watch what you're doing around trucks because they're dangerous and that kind of stuff. Not. I'd so rather much. if it was more... Yeah, it'd be good if it's more so from a respect angle and not so much a fear mongering. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing, hey? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, a bit more, but yeah, a bit more cooler thing than a scary thing. Mm. Ah, so your um, your truck. Have you got? A, have you do you have your own truck at where you are now? No. One of these Kenworths. No. Yeah. So um, I've gone to a much smaller before I was working for like a um a national kind of global kind of situation company. Yeah. And um, I'm now working for a family business, um, and I, I don't know. Do you guys have Road Ranger gearboxes over there? We've. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that, but we do. Okay. We do have, like the vast majority of all modern trucks that we have out on the road are all autos. We some of the older right. ones will have. Like the splitter boxes and all that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. um, by, yeah. by explain what you mean by this ranger thing. Yeah, so um, in a Kenworth, like, so we also have a lot of automatics, and for most of my career, that's all I've had the um, opportunity to drive. But yeah. um, over here, you can do a license called an unrestricted license, which is where you learn in what we call an eighteen-speed road ranger. Yeah. Or you can do a automatic license. So luckily, I learned in a Road Ranger, but that was ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, in these Kenworths that I'm now driving, they have an Eaton gearbox. So you have um, like a H, uh, kind of like a H pattern. Yeah. And then to the left of that, you got um, across and up is reverse, and then across and down is what we call bog cog, which is like your very very lowest gear. Yeah, like a low. So range. you start bog cog. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then um, you kind of go over first, like into the H pattern, like one, two, three, four. Yeah. Um, and then you split it up and then go five, six, seven, eight. But every gear is can split from direct to high range. So you go like one, two, three, and then I split from three direct, three high, yeah. and down to four direct, four high. And so yeah, that yeah. gives you the 18 gear. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I have gone into this job being very honest and being like, although I'm unrestricted, I don't have experience. So my boss has put me out on this line site just to kind of um, get really comfortable with those gears. Um, And then, um, so yeah, I spent two weeks relearning and kind of getting um, like some assistance from 
the guys I'm working with and I just I'm so thrilled to have been met with kindness and patience from these guys because it's meant I've picked it up really quite easily and comfortably. Um, I'm actually making a YouTube video showing the progression from day one to where I am now. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy. But, yeah, so um, all of our trucks pretty much over there are that gearbox. And so where I am now, uh, we are shift workers. And so um, we don't have our own allocated truck. Uh, oh, we'll okay. just kind of uh, truck share. And then um, I'll probably go to a different different mine after this once I've kind of got comfortable in these trucks because to give you some context um that that triple fuel tanker that I was driving on the road here yeah. we we carried about 84,000 liters in that yeah. so it was about 105 tons mm. um, when loaded um the trucks that I'm doing over here just the um the water tanker the triple that I was in that was carrying 90,000 liters yeah. um and then the side tippers that have three trailers, empty with no nothing in them, is a hundred ton, just empty. Mm. And then uh, we put about a hundred ninety ton worth of um, rock in it, so about three hundred ton once loaded. Um, so I'll be out there for the next few months, just kind of getting the hang of that, you know, getting used to the weights and this and that. And then I'll probably go to a different mine where we do road like on dirt roads plus a bit of road work yeah. and that's in quads like so four trailers but yeah. they actually carry less less um weight um but you we distribute it over four just because of the road yeah and then come um the harvest season which is our summer which is around christmas time um i will be probably doing a bit of grain so um cutting grain from the paddocks to the silos and, um, yeah, there's a, like a, a variety of other kind of stuff we'll do within the whole company. So there's so, going to be a lot of variety. Yeah. But for now, I'll be just staring trucks. So are you, in your, are you in your winter now or are you in your summer now? No, we're in summer. You're in summer, mm-hmm. yeah. See, that's another thing. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It's opposite way around. My little girl said to me yeah. yesterday. Because I, I, ta- I, was, I was talking to my little lass and I said about me talking to CJ and then showed her some pictures yeah. of what you do and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, that's, that's so good. And then she said, because um, uh, one of the videos was how nice and sunny it were. And I'm like, how nice would it to be to, apart from like everything trying to kill you, how nice would it be to live in Australia? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah, it'd be really, it'd be really nice that. And, um, but she said about, but when's when's Christmas Day? And I'm like, uh, Christmas Day's on the same day? Same day. And she's like, yeah, but they're, on, yeah. they're in Australia. It's a different time. I'm like, no, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it works. It's still yeah. Christmas Day. It's still Christmas Day. They just, it's their summer yeah, when it's so our typically, winter. Typically, we'll spend Christmas Day or Boxing Day on the beach. Yeah, um, see, that's very, how I want to spend my Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of Australians dream of a white Christmas. And then you guys all dream of a sunny Christmas, but yeah, um, yeah that's why um, cherries are a Christmas treat where you guys would have that yeah. um, in the middle of the year, like a July kind of treat, mm. um, which was a, it really um, was quite confusing for me when I was overseas having it like that. But yeah, so it's um, summer now and then I think uh, March uh, will go, or April, yeah, March will go into autumn. And then winter starts around is, April, May, through July. Is there actually much um, difference between winter and summer? Yeah. Does it just get super, yeah, absolutely. super hot? Um, I, it's so funny the the thought process that people overseas have 
or their perception of Australia. Yeah, I just think it's hot all the time, um, but then summers gets really, really hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like last year I went snowboarding in Australia. Yeah. You know, uh, so we do, yeah, we, we can. We, oh, my there's God. Do you like snowboarding as well? Do snow. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me any kind of board sports or motor sports and I'm there. But um, I spent a month snowboarding in Canada last year and then I did, I know, like a long weekend in Australia snowboarding. And then I'm going to New Zealand this year. Oh, but, um, yeah, that's yes. cool. That's good yeah. for mountain biking as well, isn't so, it? Yes, yes. New Zealand's yes. really good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like where I live um, is down in South Australia, so down the bottom in the middle. Yeah. Um, we are a very dry – we're the driest state in the driest continent in the world or something like that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we – summer is typically like a – summer, you'd say like mid-30s. Yeah. Um, 30 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Um, but it can, yesterday it was like 39 degrees, uh, nearly 40 degrees, and that's very hot. That but then today, we're, we're having a very weird summer. Like today's 19 degrees. Um, right. And yesterday was 40. Yeah. Um, and then winter is just very wet um, and cold. Um, it does get, uh, when I'm driving to work in the mornings, it would be zero degrees. Um, right, so just, okay. you know, on, on that freezing, we'll, we have frost here. So you can wake up and everything's white, but it's just frost. Yeah. So, um, and then autumn, you know, down here we do get all the autumn leaves and stuff like that that you'd get probably over there. Yeah. Um, and then spring's also very beautiful. But I have also lived in the tropics in Darwin, and Darwin is, yeah, tropical climate. So you just have the two seasons of a wet and dry. Yeah. So, um, like this time of year, it's called the wet season. That's when you have the monsoons come through, yeah. um, which I guess, like, if any of your listeners um, go to like Asia, they would, um, you know, experience that. And then the um, winter is beautiful because every day is like Groundhog Day. It's just every day is the same of like thirty degrees and semi dry kind yeah. of heat. Yeah, um, I'd be okay so yeah, that. like yeah. Oh, I loved it up there. It was so beautiful. But the wet season's rough. Like the build up, which is where the season, the, the humidity just keeps building and building and building and that's a thing where people say you go tropo crazy because um, people start to go a little bit mental because you just have no relief from that humidity. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember I came home from Christmas once and came back home and opened my van. I had a, v- a Mercedes Vito for my racing yeah. and I opened it and the whole interior was green with mold oh, um, because, yeah, the humidity just like mold eats everything. <laughs> so you just had to have lots of fans going in your house. Um, but yeah, so in Australia, we do have a lot of different climates. It's not just hot and dr- desert um, all the time. Yeah. Um, but last week, when I was at the mines in WA, we hit 52.3 degrees. Um, and so that was hot. Um, and then two days later, we had a massive storm come through. And yeah, we were at 19 degrees. And calls it um, And we got, yeah, we got completely closed down. All our roads got ruined and we were surrounded by floodwaters for two days and it took about three to four days before we could move the road trains because the ground was just too soft and slippery. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the heat over in WA, my feet swelled so bad I couldn't see my ankles for a week. <laughs> <laughs> it was savage. You don't yeah. even think about that kind of thing, do you? What do, you know when it like gets cold then, do you get all your the crazy spiders that want to kill you? Do they all now then come inside to try and keep warm with you? I don't know where these 
these stories come from. Like, I have a hammock I'm looking at right now that's in my veranda yeah. on the outside of my house, and I sleep in that and have naps. And I had someone comment once from the UK being like, Don't you get Don't eaten. The spiders come in? Like, yeah. And I was like, What are you talking about? Like, not at all. Um, have you ever you know, s- I know there'd be snakes around. Yeah, have sorry. You, have, sorry, go on. Uh, have you ever have you ever seen the um, movie Arachnophobia from like the nineties or eighties or whatever? No. All oh, right, there's a movie called Arachnophobia, and I think that is what everybody okay. thinks it's like there all the time. Uh, no, like, look, there'll be spider webs around. Like, I can see some spider webs now, but you probably don't see the spiders. And if you do, it's not like spiders hunt you. They're just like there to eat the flies or the bugs. So they kind of. You'd live in harmony with each other. The only thing is, like, say I went over to my shed and there was, like, a pile of wood, you'd just be really careful, like, you'd put gloves on because maybe there's, like, some spiders in there yeah. and they're not going to hunt you. Like, they might accidentally bite you. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, the, yeah. the real nasty ones would be, like, hiding in your shed in, like, a, a dark area. Yeah, they're not going to um, chase you. And then, <laughs> no, and, we're, and, and, yeah, there's snakes around, but I've lived here, like, I'm, yeah, nearly 34 and... I can probably count on one hand how many times I've seen a snake. Oh, um, and and they d- also don't hunt you. They're more scared of you, so they're trying to get away from you. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm absolutely terrified. I'm <laughs> I'm scared of snakes. However, it's not like you've got a fear of them being, like, hunting you down or stalking you where, you know, you go over to, say, Canada America, you've got bears and moose and cougars yeah. and stuff like that, like all these animals that, actually hunt you and yet they're scared of coming to australia i think it's just so the irony is just hilarious i think it's because we see a lot of we see obviously a lot of videos i think it's tactical by the australian government to stop people like me coming over and (laughs) ruining your country so like you see yeah you see like people blow a bit of can you know like a can of compressed air You'll see him spray mm-hmm. it like underneath the door handle, and then like a huntsman spider will just like run out, and you're like, "Fuck that! I'm not going there. That's stupid." Yeah, but the, <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, and that's the thing with the internet. You see it once, and you just assume that it's going to be yeah, everywhere. Everywhere's but like no, that. Yeah. No one's no one's showing them millions of times that you do it. Nothing comes out. Um, but yeah, like you know, sometimes I will have a huntsman that lives in my bedroom. You see up on the roof, but or the ceiling, but. It's not coming to get me. It's just chilling up in the corner. You're joking. So I don't what really, it, I'm not bothered what, what by it. What if it them. accidentally comes and gets you? What if it like lands on your face the in the night? I don't think, I think there's something about the fact that their fangs are so small that they can't actually penetrate the skin. <sighs> oh, so, I don't know. Yeah. See, I'm not scared of spiders remotely, but the, the the thought of having one of those big chuffs in the corner of your bedroom whilst you're having a sleep is... Yeah. I think not, I, Yeah, but I'm not bothered. Or, like, don't get me wrong, if there was a snake in my house, I'd probably burn it down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would never go back in it. Like, they give me the heebie-jeebies. Um, but, yeah, no, no, like, honestly, and, um, yeah. It's just like I live in a place called Adelaide and a lot of people say, oh, why would you go to Adelaide? And we're like, yeah, good, don't come, please, because yeah. it's just a hidden gem that no one really knows about no, and right, it's just so beautiful here. Yeah, so we just try and tell people, oh, yeah, if you think it's shit, please don't come. Like, is, <laughs> stay away, keep it keep it pure. Is Adelaide where Neighbours was filmed? No, you're thinking the East Coast again. Oh, so right. most of those shows are filmed in New South Wales, oh, right. okay. where Sydney is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm not going to see Holly Valance walking around in Adelaide then? No, I don't think so, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. It's the only reason we're going to come. 
Um, right. That's, okay. such a, that's such a UK question. That's <laughs> yeah, it really is. Funny. Yeah. So is that where there's two home and away? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know one Aussie that watches Neighbours. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's all. This is what we get fed. You see, we've got such small little brains over yeah. here that we get fed that don't go to Australia because uh, you're going to die from animals, you, and then you're yeah. never going to meet Oliver Lance or Kylie. So don't go. <laughs> Oh, Kylie, she's an icon for sure. Yeah, I do have a couple of mates that, that I went to school with who do live out there. And, and, uh, oh, yeah. He just seems to have a... I don't know where he lives, but um, I went to school with him and he just seems to uh, play golf. He's, he's got like a, a, a mega mm-hmm. hot Australian wife and he just plays golf all day and he's got a right nice car and it's sunny all the time. And uh, I, 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 I've got to be honest, I hate him a little bit from seeing, <laughs> seeing how good it is. <laughs> Because I look out my window and it's all grey and wet and shit. And I'm like, this is not fair. How wise do you get to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah. That's, I've, I've, had, I've had some housemates from England. My best friend, shout out to my best friend. She lives in the UK and I want her to move home so desperately. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's over there with her partner and baby and it's just so far away. And I just want her to come back to Australia so bad. So keep telling her, everyone how shit it is over there and get it back, shit. please. Why, why? <laughs> Why is she so she's chosen to be here rather than there? Oh, she misses home. They both love it here. It's just um, for work. I think it's better. For, they did come over and try and move here, but yeah. it just wasn't the work yeah, in yeah. their fields. Um, but hopefully, with time, maybe they'll move back here. And yeah, yeah. but I'm never home anyway, so I'm being completely selfish, wanting to get her to come <laughs> back here because yeah. I'm never really home myself. Come back while I fly to work for three three months uh, so yeah. how, far, how long do you have to do work like work stints before like going home oh i am very very lucky yeah. um so i work for two weeks yeah. and i come home for two weeks oh that is good though isn't it yeah but it's a obviously kind of my side job of doing social media is the reason why i need that roster because yeah. i need that time at home to fulfill all my other obligations yeah so, um, so you, if i was to do two and one i wouldn't have enough time to, yeah do you have like um do you have like digs there then do, do, or do you have to like buy an like rent an apartment there or is it is it like company housing type thing or uh, what, what what do you so do when I'm, there? Yeah, yep so we um when we're at the mine we actually live on camp so in the middle of the middle of nowhere there's this camp that's set up um it's like a whole little t- like a village yeah. um, of like rows and rows of what we call dongers. A donger is like a mining um, a bedroom situation where there's four bedrooms per block. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you walk into your room, you've got a wardrobe, a single king bed, um, a table, and then a door that goes through to your own personal ensuite with a toilet and a shower. Right. And then I have that for the full two weeks that I'm there. Then you pack it all up put everything in your bags, put it in a locker and you fly home. And then when you come back, you just set it all back up again. Um, and then we have, uh, so you have all your bedroom, like there's like rows and rows and rows of all these rooms. And then you have what we call a dry mess, which is where you go and there's chefs in there and they cook your breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah. Um, so we go in the morning, have our breakfast, pack your lunches. So they've got an array of options like hot food. Um, you've got like a salad bar. You have like um, packaged meals. You've got a whole fridge full of sandwiches or rolls, hot dogs, a whole area for um, like fruit and um, frozen goods. And yeah. so then you pack your own lunches. And then you, um, we at 4.30 in the morning, we hop in a bus 
the bus then takes us out to our site where all of our trucks are and our, our crib room and all of that. Mm. Then we do our day, we come back, and then we will go. There's um, a gym, um, the dry mess where the chefs have cooked us a hot dinner. Um, and then you've got the wet mess, which is like a, bu- uh, like a bar where you can go drinking. But um, all your food, um, your living, the gym, all of that, when you're on site, everything's free. The only thing you pay for is your alcohol. Yeah. Pretty much. That's cool. Yeah. So I, for me, in the, sta- the stage of my life, this is a really perfect setup for me. I'm like, and you know, I am only one month into this employment, so yeah. I'm sure it will change. But for now, I'm really happy with the setup yeah. um, because it means when I'm at work, uh, that's all I need to do. I just, I work, I eat, I gym, and I sleep. And you're just on road, like, whereas when you're home, you're trying to do family, catch up with friends for dinner. Yeah, and, like, yeah. it's very easy to, like, lose hours of sleep whereas they're, like, I'm in bed asleep by um, 8 p.m., yeah. And I'm up again at three thirty in the morning, and so I'm getting a full solid night's sleep, and it's wonderful. Yeah, well, I, spe- um, I suppose yeah. when you when you're like in a place like that, in a situation like that, you don't mind. You don't mind mm. like working like as much as you can work because you, there's nothing else mm-hmm. to be doing, is there? It's like there is the gym and the social bit with other people at work. I suppose they've set up that up for people, but. Like if if you mm. if you've got a long day, it don't bother you because you're not going home. You don't have other stuff to be sorting out, do you? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think for me, it's going to be good. We do one week of days, and then we swap over and do one week of night. Yeah. Um, and then we go straight to night and we fly out. But for me, I think this is going to be a really uh, great opportunity, like a great opportunity to save and just like knuckle down and look after my health and stuff like that. Yeah, it sounds, um, sounds good. Yeah. But. Mm. So what the the mines that you're working? What what do they actually? What are you mining? What is it that they're after? Uh, we're mining gold. Oh yeah, is there is is it yeah. is a gold mining like that bigger thing over there? Yes, yeah. Um, Western Australia also mines a lot of iron ore. Yeah. Um, but from my understanding, again, I'm pretty new to this. Um, uh, up in the Pilbara, I think that's mainly iron ore up there. I think there might be a little bit of iron ore out where I am, but I'm in a region called the Goldfield. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then there's a Pilbara region which is quite famous as well, and that's more of your iron ore up there. Oh, that's very good. Have you ever had? Have you ever say you being a female in this line mm. of work? I mean. Mm. sometimes being a guy and being in a situation when you're on your own you can find uh, a real sketchy moment i know it'll be like very mm. different it could be very different i mean we i think of a time when i like worked at uh, a place called calagas and we had to mm-hmm. uh, uh, do nights and we'd let ourselves into these yards and we'd be dropping these trailers full of you know like gas cylinders like mm. 47 kilogram gas cylinders so mm. uh, you'd get a lot of people that um a little bit dodgy. We tend to call them pikeys over here. Oh, um, yeah. And it's like where they just like move around and they don't have like a fixed house and they'd steal everything mm-hmm. that's not nailed down and that kind of thing. So sometimes you'd have mm. problems with them coming in and trying to, or well, watching for you to make the delivery and they'd come and steal the gas bottles or they'd, they'd, mm. they'd threaten you in all sorts of ways. If there's like a, a team of them and you're one guy on your own, you're not going to do that kind of thing, but... Like, say, uh, being a, a girl, being a, a female, like, out on the road, have you had any, like, sketchy moments? And, and, and I mean, 
with your popularity as well, I'm guessing you're very popular over there as well as over here. It's starting to spread with you, I think. But do you do you have any weirdos? Is what I'm, I think I'm saying. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Have you had any close encounters <laughs> yeah. or think times where you think, "Oh my god, that was so fucking sketchy"? Yeah, um, not as much as you think. Right. Um, I've had so in person. I would say no. Yeah. Um, I definitely was in situations where I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel safe, but we just get on with it. Yeah. I've had like service stations in pretty rough areas where some people probably who are a bit intoxicated or on drugs kind of come up and want to have a chat. Right. But typically people are so shocked to see me. And because I'm, I'm, I'm very friendly, um, I don't, I don't um, provoke or get like tell people to go – F off. Yeah. I'm all like, oh, hi, how are you? Are you having fun? And then they're like, oh, my God, you're a girl. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> I am. And then it's just like you just kind of have a bit of a conversation with them and let them move on. But I probably were in situations where if I got cornered, it would have been really bad. Um, but, you know, work do try to work around that and keep you safe. But I have had opportunity. Uh, I've had, had situations that I've missed out on doing things because people – let their own fear of my safety get in the way of me progressing my career. Right. And okay, so moments okay. like that are very, very upsetting for me because I'm like, well, fuck. Like, a bit infuriating, you know, yeah. It is because I'm like, I, I appreciate that you care and I appreciate that you worry for me, but yeah. I don't want to miss out on opportunities just because of my stature or my yeah. gender. Because that one happened so to really the next hard. guy, yeah. Yeah, and so it's really hard because I, I want to, like, say thank you and appreciate that people care, but also they're stunting my growth and my opportunities in that aspect. But um, I've had moments where I have done fly and fly out mining situations before and I've had moments, um, like, I don't want to trigger people who might have been in the same situation, but I have been attacked before um, where, you know, people have, kind of force themselves on me like in um in on camp and stuff like that right. so there's moments where like you know i am very conscious now of like just um i always um yeah just make sure that i'm i don't have any alcohol in my system when i'm on camp i don't go and hang out in those areas i don't put myself in those situations where um you know you could be um vulnerable yeah. so in those situations yeah there has been moments where people have taken advantage of like, you know, and me being me not wanting to get people in trouble, I would not say anything and just kind of, even though they've done wrong, yeah. protect them. Um, so, but that I was very young then and probably now I'd probably handle it differently. But there are moments like that where my gender has put me in situations where you're like, people take advantage. But out on the job, like with tankers and stuff, I didn't find myself in those situations. I, I did have some people, like one guy in one particular time follow me to my truck. Right. Um, and I was sleeping in it, but um, which I felt very unsafe about. But again, like I was aware of my surroundings. I didn't climb in the truck until he disappeared um, and things like that. Yeah. But I always made sure that I parked the truck within the servo, under lights, um, double locked the doors like with a seatbelt and so, made sure yeah. that um, from, from my cab I could see the person working within the servo. So if I did find myself in a situation, I'd be able to beat the horn and um, I'd be able to get help. Yeah. Um where some of the other boys would have probably driven down the road and parked on the side of the road so they're a little bit, you know, an hour down the road, but there's no phone reception. So I just wouldn't put myself in those situations. Yeah. Um, but then with with the whole online thing, 
I wouldn't say I'm popular. I wouldn't say that I'm well known, but I guess the reality is I am getting more recognized. Yeah. Um, so then that came with the phone calls from the police being like, or the messages from police officers that just been like, Hey, like, look, we're aware of what you're doing. We love what you're doing. Keep it up. But please just be careful. Like maybe when you post post a day after or a few hours after you've been in that location. Yeah. So that, um, yeah, because they're like, people are going to start stalking you. And then I have had online stalkers that have figured out where I live, which is really creepy. Yeah. Um, created fake profiles, saying that they live in my town, um, sent really horrific graphic messages to me about what, yeah, bits and pieces. Mm. So the online space, I think there's a lot of, there are a few bit, people that get a bit creepy, but um, in my personal life, I haven't really seen it. Um, as much maybe I'm naive to it but I like to think and you know I like to think that everyone is inherently good and nice um which does get me unstuck sometimes but um I I don't want to live my life thinking that people are evil or have ill intentions yeah um see I mean I I, I hope that answered your question but (laughs) no yeah yeah. you have yeah um I, I get what you're saying it's 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 a very weird world when you think about it in terms of this because especially when it's it's not to generalize but it is usually Mm. always men men are usually the problem of everything and when it comes to (laughs) like a a girl doing something in a what was used to be a man's kind of industry like there weren't many women doing it Mm. um it Mm. some people just seem to get I really don't know. Somebody come into. We have this thing over here, like you were talking about the handheld radio thing, uh, the radio things. We have mm. some here called CB, words of the old CB radios. Um, yeah, same thing. Yeah, yes. we we have the app on our phone now called CB Talk, and there's oh. a lot of people on the JTA group now, and they're all over the country, and people are jumping in and jumping out and having a chat through the day and this kind of stuff. So we have a lot of people mm. coming in, and we're using that. And apparently we had one guy come in uh, yesterday. He got like kicked out straight away by one of mods, but mm. um, he were he he came in and just start for, for I, I don't know whatever reason, but he's like slagging women off, and women truck mm-hmm. drivers, and it's like mm-hmm. I I just don't get I just don't get the the the, the way that some people mm. think and why the brain has to be yeah. in such a a fighty way with everybody. I don't get why the guys need to think that only blokes can do it, that women shouldn't be here, mm. that women are getting some sort of preferential treatment and this this mm-hmm. right sour attitude that they get towards a lot of girls doing stuff which it's a better yeah. place to have women uh, alongside us in trucks that you don't want you don't want it to be all men because as soon as women start coming into it, I know this is a bit generalizing but as soon as women start coming more into it it will improve and it will get better because a lot of these slobby scruffy men who are ruining the yeah. vast majority the, the, the mm-hmm. well the the real little parts of the truck driving things we have like the truck stops and stuff like that mm-hmm. a lot of them are crappy and run down because they tret shit and truck drivers are mm-hmm. scrubbers and they'll throw bottles of urine out at window and they'll leave turds in laybys mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff so but as soon as more no, women start coming awful. into it, it's going to start clearing it up. It's going to start getting better. 
and it it, it will start yeah. getting better but it's they're just so dead against things that they really don't need to be dead against and it's it's yeah i think it's human nature isn't yeah. it? until until we've got a cure for human for human beings we <laughs> <laughs> mm. are always going to have assholes you probably notice like on my pages i don't talk about my gender and i don't talk about it too much but i'm so happy to speak to you about it yeah because i can explain myself probably better through words and but it's interesting like my instagram i've got a really beautiful community that i think have grown along the journey of the last year with me so they understand where i'm coming from where i'm like not thinking that i'm better than anyone and i'm just sharing the journey and trying to like bring positivity but then like i did start a facebook page and the the comments and the things that people were saying on their work vile like just so unnecessary and the same with tiktok like i'm shaking right now because it's just <laughs> the like rage but, comes but TikTok, out yeah, yeah. Oh, just like the disappointment um but tiktok um same thing i guess i don't post on there very much because i just know that there's going to be some kind of negative shit that's kind of thrown on there yeah when i first started like those negative comments would ruin me like i'd be crippled by them i'd read them i'd get the hot flush i'm like why do these people hate me like i don't understand like i'm i'm trying to do nice things i'm trying to spread awareness in a community and then you know i think about it quite often because there's like certain people in the in the public eye that i idolize and i think oh they're so wholesome they're so beautiful they're doing good things yeah. and then there's people that just hate them and then i realize oh like everyone's entitled to their own opinion and this and that. So, yeah. but yeah, like you just notice that you're not going to keep everyone happy. And typically most of the time, so say like someone cuts you off and you nearly have an accident, your first reaction is anger and rage. And you're like, why the fuck did you just cut kind of thing? But yeah. the reason you get anger is because you're scared. So I, now when people um, lose their shit at me on in their comments and their key, keyboard warriors, I'm just thinking, for some reason, they're scared. And so that's the reason they're getting angry. So the other day I, I posted a video. There's a certain type of Kenworth truck over here that's not legal to be on the road. It's a, a heavy-duty mining truck. Um, Is that the one with like the called it, big bull bars over the front? That one. Yeah, yeah. So it it's the, the one that I did the video where... Uh, no, the Moth is a 909. So that's a, it's a big truck for Australia, but there's one that's bigger called the C510. Yeah. Um. I did a video the other day because I'm trying to share the vulnerability of um, learning a new skill. So um, at the end of each shift, we have to open these bonnets. And they're very, very heavy. They're, they're bigger than any kind of truck you'll see out on the road. They're massive, And I don't think they? a lot of people – yeah, and I wanted to show the vulnerability of like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to open it. It's hard, but I found a way around it and I got the job done. Yeah. And – I don't take TikTok very often and I went on there and I was reading through the comments and there were some disgusting comments that people were like, um, this explains the gender pay gap um, or this um, uh, uh, employment, e equal employment opportunities explained in one video. Um, this shows why women shouldn't be on the site. Like, they're just there to be a bike. Yeah. Like really disgusting comments. And um, I shared them because I wanted, I shared them on Instagram just to show people like, Hey, just so you know, people still have these opinions and the, the rage and shock from so many people that are like, what people actually say that? It's like, yeah, like people do, but they wouldn't say it to my face. I'm generally like met with a lot of love and support and kindness in real life. But mm. I know that people still have those thought processes, which is 
shit. It was only like 2019 when I did my last fly and fly out job yeah. that I, I arrived on site. We had a really beautiful manager and he um, was having a chat to me and I said, look, I'd really like to try and go up there and do that project with the boys. And he's like, oh, really? Okay, I'll get you up there. So I flew up and I was met by not an old dude, a guy my age mm. who'd been to university who was put in a management position. And he said to me, he goes, I don't know why you're here. I don't know what the hell you're going to be able to do for the team, but I've been told I have to have you here. <laughs> right? Mm. So I was met with this negativity of like, I don't want you here. You're not going to be able to be helpful to team. Pretty much I'm going to drag everyone down, but I, I have to employ you because I've been told to. Yeah. So he... And, but then in two weeks later, he kind of, he didn't apologize because men are sometimes too proud to do that. Not all. Again, like I love men and I, I have beautiful mentors, but just, you know, the minority that ruin yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, look, you've actually been a really good asset to the team. You've like, you've brought a lot of, um, like a, almost like a softness to the team. Like I've provided a place where the boys can be, like they can open up, they can talk, yeah. you know, and I was out there in 50 degree heat digging holes and this and that. And he's like, oh, you're actually a go-getter. Like you actually have been an asset. Yeah. And that was the, no like apologies or anything like that. So people need to realize like there's, I'm still constantly met with that of being like, I'm five foot three. So quite small, like 60 something kilos. People look at me and they're like, oh, I don't know what you're going to be able to do. But that's why I think we work so much harder mm. to prove ourselves just to get like the same recognition. And I get really, really upset, like, internally. I never, like, you know, but when people think that being a girl, we get the red carpet rolled out for us. Yeah. Like, um, that's a very big thing. People are like, oh, you're a girl. must be nice for you. You've got this job because they're trying to have equal, you know, yeah, employment yeah, yeah. and that. It's like, yeah, but I might get my foot in the door and get a go, but if I suck at my job, I'm not going to remain employed. I'd still get fired just the same as everyone else. Um, and at the end of the day, like I still have to work so much harder to do a job just to prove that I'm w worthy of being there. Cause you've always got so many more eyes on you. Like my very first truck driving job was driving concrete edges. Mm. And I remember the first day that I got sent out by myself first sight, I was driving down this road and I seen them and they all saw me and I had 20 men, concreters lined up on the curb <laughs> just to watch me back up to the concrete. Yeah, just um, just waiting for um, you to mess up. Absolutely, that's what they want. That's what they want, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know, like with time and with you know seat time, you gain the respect of people, and then they love you and they respect you. But everyone forgets of how intimidating and daunting it is at the beginning, and that's why I'm really sharing my journey in this new job of like being vulnerable because people get so scared of getting outside their comfort zone. People yeah. just get comfortable and they never really push themselves to see what they're capable of so i hope that by what i'm doing now is sharing this and showing like the vulnerability of not being able to get a, get the um the bonnet over or you know failing at getting gears and crunching and yeah. you know that this and that i can show you like yeah but i'm like, going off on a tangent again but yeah it, it is it is really hard with the gender thing because if i push my like the the inequality online um yeah, I will get cancelled. Yeah, I truly, I truly believe that. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay, let's like, let's just get the job done and just let my skills show people that I'm worthy to be here. Because if I talk about how much shit I get or like how I actually feel, yeah. um, it, I think it does a disservice to the girls that will come up behind me. I just need to pave the way and show what's possible. 
yeah. and do it silently and just and just do it and that to me i hope i can just make other young girls proud and show them that they're what's possible for them yes definitely. and just shut up and get to keep my head down because yeah if i start moaning groaning about that um you know it just it would do a disservice and like you know um i i'm very conscious of how i present myself online so mm. um maybe i'll think about oh i want to do a video and then i'll see myself i'm like oh okay i'm wearing a tight singlet quickly go jump and i'll chuck a baggy black t-shirt on yeah. i will quickly put a hat on yeah, yeah. put my hair in plaits um because um people already look at me and think that a certain way about me so if i keep myself dressed down then again my words and my skills will be the thing that people will respect me over not my looks yeah and like i mean i know i know that you've yeah yeah sorry go on i was just gonna say that's a bit sad isn't it having to dress down for things because you don't want to get slated yeah yeah but also again i and like this is no disrespect to the girls who are in a crossover to industries of like um, the the OnlyFans or sex industry and yeah, yeah. trucking, like no respect, like because there's a, a a place for everything, and I know that they're providing a service for people, um, so that's fine. Um, but for me, when I was looking for a mentor or someone to look up to, there was no one that wasn't doing that. If you know what I mean, and yeah. like I respect their grinding and making the money, but I wanted to show other girls that they could just be successful just for their skills of driving trucks. Yeah, they don't. Need so that that's path. where I'm yeah. conscious of. Yeah, and like again, I I am friends with girls that do that, and I respect them for the hustle and that. But for me, I just wanted to show you that um, a different side of that. And it is sad that I, you know, feel the need, but also I just wanted to eliminate the sexual side of um, all of that um, yeah. and make myself more respected for the other area. And in my own private life, you know, I've got my private life, and then I've got my professional life, and. My public professional life is a certain a certain image that I want to put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the gender thing is a very touchy, sensitive topic that I'm still trying to figure out how to navigate and what to discuss yeah. without um, I think, being risk of looking like a moaner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of thing that needs to be said to girls coming up into it who want to do this kind of thing, or just in in life generally, which you don't tend to really grasp when i'm oh, younger but now i'm i'm pushing i'm knocking on now i'm 39 so you like kind of mm-hmm. just get a bit of you just you, you do get wiser as you get older and you just see things in a different way and i see that mm. a lot of the times people are generally arseholes and a lot mm-hmm. of the time if a bloke slating a woman for something it's not necessarily because they're a woman they're just using the fact that they're a woman you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Say, mm-hmm. say you've got like your work. If you had a, when you went and that guy said, "Oh, you're a little girl. I don't know what you're supposed to be able to do." But if they had mm. a, a guy came in who were like a skinny little guy, same size as you, and same weight mm. as you, mm. it'd be something else that he'd have to rip him on him for. Like, I don't know what you're going to do. You're a skinny yeah, little absolutely. shit. It's only it's the fact that a lot of people need to grasp that if that's what they can say about you, that's what they'd probably use against you. Oh, they can't do that because they're a girl. But, like, if you were a new a new driver and you reversed into somewhere and you fucked it up and you were a mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. they'd, they'd, they'd mm-hmm. use something else. They'd think of something else to slate you for. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, we need to be realistic that everyone cops shit. Like, some of the things that the men, people say to men, it's just absolutely disgusting and awful. And people, like, get off on being bullied. Yeah. Like, and they think like, oh, it's like, they're cool because they're like, oh, like complaining 
and this and that. And I just, like, I just don't have time for that, especially as I get older. I'm like, we just need to be kinder to everybody. And I, it's not just a truck driving thing. It's just a, a, a life thing. I just wish that people were kinder to one another. But um, I, I have seen, you know, new drivers that come through concrete who just, it's just disgusting. I'm like, these people are fathers, you know, like these people are like, good human beings and you're just paying him out because he's learning a new skill in his 50s like get over yourself um so i just try to be really kind to people and just like um you know give everyone the benefit of the doubt but yeah yeah, if if it wasn't my gender it'd be something else yeah but like like i just try to focus on the positive that's where you know online i don't try to ever show the negative. I'll, if I'm doing a video showing an interaction with a uh, caravan, which I, I don't know, do you call them caravans over there or a trailer, but um, like a car pulling like a, a trailer that you live in. Yeah, like that's that a caravan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, cool. So um, every interaction that you'll see me post, there might be a hundred bad ones, but you'll see me post the positive, the beautiful communication, the, the, the positive interaction. Yeah. Because if we can keep posting those positive ones, yeah, I might. I I won't go viral for those things. I, I would go viral if I was pushing all the negative stuff and getting angry and like ragging on like my my negative comments and this not yeah. Like I probably have ten times the amount of followers, but I don't. I'd rather have ten followers than ten positive people than you know a thousand negative. So yeah. I just posit, uh, I just focus on like the positive interactions with trucks, with caravans, with this and that because the negative we just don't. I just don't have the energy for it we just don't need more of that out there there's enough of other people doing that so Mm. like one thing with social media is that i'm not really a consumer of it i don't really sit and find other people that are doing content creation i i just kind of like post as i'm inspired and i post as it happens and then that way it keeps it genuine and authentic Mm. i worry that if i kind of consume other people's stuff too much then i'll start thinking that that's what i should be doing because Comparison's the root of all evil, really. So if yeah, you start is, comparing, yeah. you know, just like if you start comparing yourself, if I started comparing myself to beautiful women and this and that, I would hate myself. So I just don't do it. Um, I try to eliminate that from my life and just try and focus on putting something out there that might add some yeah, positive. That, that um, is kind of pushed into people's influence. throats, isn't it? I mean, we've got, like I said, Joshua works on, on, he's very much like that. He's worried about what people think and he says he's not sometimes, mm. but you can tell it is one of those guys that is, is, is concerned about what people think and what people say. Oh, I'm not going to do mm. that because that looks like this. It's like, just, you've got to mm-hmm. like, just with me and Matt try and teach him, well, not try and teach him, but try and steer him into, you just need to not care about that kind of thing. Don't worry about it. Don't don't mm. care about that kind of thing. I mean, it doesn't let it affect his life, but sometimes when he says, oh, I'm not going to do that because I'll look like this, it's like you don't mm. want to restrict the, your life because, it, it, you know what I mean, it's it's two seconds and it's all going. you, you just got to oh, do what I, you want to do. I'll be honest. It, it, yeah, I, I'll be honest. It affects me and it cripples me sometimes and I do care about what other people think about me and it's like I've had people tell me, well, you should delete Instagram and just like people that are really close to me that I really cared about their opinion said to me multiple times, like I'd be crying on the phone to him or whatever. And he'd be like, oh, well, maybe you're just not cut out for this and you shouldn't be online. Mm. I'm like, no, but I see the bigger picture. I see the, I see that you like no one else sees the private messages I get from people of like that. I've, I've motivated them or like I've inspired them. Like there's a, there's a, a bigger purpose to all of this. And I think a lot of people didn't see that at the beginning. And I did. And, yeah, like I do let people's opinions of me cripple me, but the more that I believe in myself and like I prove to myself that um, I'm doing things that I'm proud of, the more that those comments don't faze me. Yeah. 
So like now, if someone was like, oh, like a bit, she can't change the tire. I'm like, well, I know that I can. Whereas before, I was like, well, I don't know if I can because I've never had the opportunity. Or people like, oh, but you she can't change gears. I'm like, well, now I know I put myself out there and I can. So those comments won't phase me. Yeah. But if you have doubt in your own ability and your own self, yeah, it it it's crippling. Like, and it cripples the the most famous of people. Like, no matter how much money or success you have, people's opinions will at some time if you let them, they'll get to you. Yeah. So it's just a matter of like, I think um, the bigger my online presence becomes, like honestly. Numbers don't really, in the grand scheme of things, numbers don't mean anything, but my circle of my, I, I have reached out to really close friends and said, I need you, like, just so you know, I need to keep grounded. Can you please, like, just, um, can, we, can we catch up? And my inner circle is very small because it's of people that I really trust their opinion. Yeah. Because I have noticed that some people were trying to take advantage and come along without right, um, yeah, actually yeah. genuinely caring. Mm. So. You just like as as you become a little bit more, I don't know, public. You just like got to be a bit more careful about who you let in and be there for your mental health. Yeah, because there's a lot of, a lot of those people that you can tell, can't you? They weren't really interested in anything until it really starts becoming a thing. Um, we've noticed mm-hmm. that with podcaster, I reckon it because it just started off as a whim. It came off as an idea, mm. and we just started it. And as it grows and grows and gets bigger and more popular, and everyone's into it and stuff like that, you can see people like who were a lot really close alongside you to start with um, that still kept distance. You know what I mean? They're now starting to want to be involved and asking questions about mm. it, and you're like. Well, you didn't really care when we started, when you thought it weren't going to go anywhere or, you know, when mm-hmm. you thought it were going to fail and this kind of thing. But um, I guess those kind yeah, of... Yeah, it, it's, it's it's disappointing that people um, are not supportive and they put doubt in your mind. Like, I, I look back and I'm like, why did I let these people put this doubt in my mind or... Yeah, same, um, yeah. You know, and, and, and I know that people say it's just an Australian thing, but surely it's a global thing. We have a big issue here called tall poppy syndrome. So we we love people until they start doing well, and then it's like you start to like want to bring them down. Yeah. yeah so once someone do starts that. doing well, then you start shitting on them. Yeah. And um, it's what is said to be a very Australian thing, and I just hate that. Like I just I've got some very successful friends, and I just love them for that. Like I just want to see them grow and be the best they can. But other people can kind of get a little bit, you know. I'm jaded by it because, yeah. and and then what I've realised is that people are just so scared of changing themselves and like putting themselves out there that they get a bit they'd be in their bonnet when they see other people like be brave enough to try something different. Yeah. So you don't know if it's a um, bit of jealousy mixed with them not being able to want to do things that they wanted to do or stuff like that, and it's yeah. people like, oh, they don't want to see other people succeed so much. They want them to stay the same. Yeah, because it makes them feel more comfortable. Yeah. But, yeah, I, like this is not me trying to, like, go on a, a hate tangent of other people and their own issues. It's just, like, it's just sad that you, you see it sometimes. And yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just a realisation yeah. of knowing what people are like. And it's like you learn the psychology of people, don't you, growing? Like, get, as you're getting older, you just realise mm. how some people are. And uh, just it's and you just need to love that, like, either... Yeah, you just need to love people who they are and not like their potential. Um, I, I get caught in the trap of quite often of like full, like of loving people who I see the potential of who they could be yeah. and I want to help them on their journey. But unless they want to do that, they won't. And instead of just like accepting people who they are and then walking away, I always be like, oh, no, but 
you know, your life could be better if you did this and like trying to help them and um, mm. it ends up just hurting you in the process. So mm. um, that's something I'm really working on now of just like allowing people to show me who they really are at the yeah. time and move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, very good. <laughs> so you're, um, you're YouTube, are you still doing that? You're still vlogging on your view- YouTube? Last one I saw oh, with that YouTube. show that you did. I know it's hard. It's yeah, that's the only one I've shared. <laughs> it's, it's so hard though, oh, isn't it? The t- time consuming to do this kind of thing is... Yeah, so I've got so much content. I've I've filmed so much at work and it's my job this week to create some content around it. Um, Instagram's been really easy for me because it's like as I'm inspired, I just post and I ghost. It's really easy. And I love it and it's just so easy. I can make a reel within five minutes or a few few seconds. Like if if I hear a song, I'm like, oh, my God. Um, and then I'll cr- uh, in my head, I'm like, oh, this would look so cool. But I'm not. I never, I never curate or plan anything. It just happens as it happens. Like I'll be driving along, I'm like, oh my gosh, and I will just turn my GoPro on, film yeah. a thing. I'll stop for 15 minutes for my break, post it, and then I'm back on the road. Right? Yeah. YouTube is a lot more strategy, and um, I, I'm working with Red Bull now, which is like what an honor. Like that's yeah. wild. That's I, good. I, though, I, I pinch myself, but. Yeah, and um, yeah, and again, it's just a genuine like um, thing that's grown. And um, I, they invited me to a V8 supercar race in Adelaide, and I was like, "I'm going to vlog this. I'm so excited. This will be a great video." And I just took my GoPro and I filmed point of view the whole day, and I created this video. <laughs> Yeah. I was so proud of it and I got a couple of friends to watch it and they're like, oh, CJ, like, it's a bit boring. Um, you're not talking to the camera. I'm like, talking to the camera? You expect me to walk around with a camera in my face filming myself? You are joking. <laughs> I'm not, I, I feel like a vlog, you know? And yeah. um, people are like, you've got to do it. Like, if this is the area you're in, you're going to have to talk to the camera and explain what you're doing as you're doing it. And so I've got a whole video there of that day that I just haven't posted because I got embarrassed that people might think it's shit. No, I mean a lot of that um, imposter syndrome, you know, coming in being yeah. like, "Oh, everyone's gonna I think, think it's shit." I think something like um, that to give you a bit, yeah. of, bit to give you a little bit of feedback there. I think um, people will like, obviously, will like the the talking along and narrating your stuff. Um, but I think videos like that that don't have anything in and it's just visual. People are very mm. and, and love that kind of thing and all. It doesn't have to be all a bit same stuff, does it? I mean, stuff like. You know those like time lapse videos of people's in days, and I've seen a few mm. of them in Australia where they're doing mega journeys, and you've got time lapse. They look so good, mm. and you can just see it's not quite therapeutic. So I'd say I'd say stick it out there because I, I love that kind of thing personally. I think it'd do okay. good. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I know. Well, I um I have a friend who's a really talented videographer. He's actually a greater operator, but he um, films um, motocross and supercross. Yeah. in his spare time as a hobby yeah. and I've been saying to him for ages I'm like would you be willing to like kind of come along the journey with me and film my YouTube and he's kind of been like oh maybe you know kind of hesitant and I felt really disheartened because again I can see the vision mm. no one else can yeah. um, and I really twisted his arm and I got he actually did the photos of my Harley on Friday night Yeah. and then on Saturday he came along I'm like I just want you to follow along and just film me so I'm not having to film myself and he did and I'm so excited because that's going to be my next YouTube vlog that I will share oh, good. Um, because he's got, the, he's got the right equipment and I just I don't want to be going around 
filming myself where if I don't know he's filming me and he's filming from the far, I'll, I'll be able to be more genuinely myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I want, I don't want to, I want to be like that. So we'll see how that video comes out and then hopefully we'll go to a few other truck shows around the country this year. Is that the guy with the drone? I'll just, Because I'll just... um, I saw some drone footage, going... I think. Yeah. I've done that. Oh, is that yours? <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I filmed out at the mine site. So um, I've actually got a little drone out there that I've just started playing around with. So I'll have cool. a lot more like drone content. Um, yeah, so my boss actually found me on Instagram and reached out and that's how I got my new job. Right. Um, and so he he really sees a value in what I'm doing, which right, is just okay, such yeah. a beautiful situation to be in where I feel valued and respected and appreciated. Yeah. Um, so he is happy for me to uh, film as part of my employment. So um, that's why I now do drone footage and a bit more like that because I am supported by the people I work with because they like, Very they see good. the value yeah. in it. I like that. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So hopefully, like my YouTube, we can build on that this year because that's kind of hopefully, hopefully, I've got a big enough following on Instagram that people can kind of channel over and we can start kind of crossing the two together. Yeah, definitely. And I can start do. doing longer wind stuff. But I just, I've got ADHD. We think I haven't been to a psychiatrist yet, but my doctor and all of that. I'm very <laughs> high on the the little quiz, and so um, when I'm hyper focused on something, I'm very successful at it. Yeah. But it's hard to get my brain into that because I have. My brain going so many different areas all the time. So if I can kind of employ others to come along on the journey who are skilled in specific areas, I think it will be a really beautiful union and we can like really build something great. And then eventually I hope that, you know, I can come over to the UK or back to America or Canada and do like a week holiday um, and here and there and like film what trucking's about all around the world. Yeah. Um, that's a, like a long term, like, you know, speaking big dreams here but i think that that could be something really beneficial just to show the integration of all the countries because it is a a, a global um yeah everywhere industry, does it right? yeah. and it's different everywhere so i don't know youtube's an interesting one it's just very time consuming and it I'm is not yeah <laughs> so when when you do come over to the uk um and you're filming mm. your your grand masterpiece um you are <laughs> obviously already booked to come on with us in person i hope you know that oh that'd be so nice Definitely. i really love that yeah i would we, yeah. i mean if you come over we're gonna try and do a lot more shows because we like started about this time last year well like october last year mm -hmm. so um we've only been going for like a year and a bit so we're, 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 we're getting we're getting bigger and better now but we've like pushing ourselves more into the trucker world which we weren't really involved mm. with too much and seeing all the different sides yeah, of it right. and that. So, like, we're doing a lot more shows, yeah. more truck shows and stuff this year. But so, but when you do come over, definitely we, we need mm. to meet up or we'll come and see you at shows or oh, we'll get you yeah. on. And... Well, may, maybe um, as the weeks go on, we can have cross-reference our schedules because I'm going to have two weeks off every month. And yes. if um, it aligns with one of the truck shows, maybe I could fly over from straight from work over oh, um, for well, that. And that would be because, great. Because it's... Like, my primary thing as soon as I land, I'm going to see my best friend and meet her baby. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, if I can integrate it with a bit of work and pleasure, that would be great. And then, as Where I said to you, I've got to 
I've got to get to Scotland. I've got to get to Isle of Man. Yeah, um, Isle of Man, and definitely. And see yeah. where my ancestors come from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be that would be a really cool experience, and I just love meeting new people. And definitely, um, we'll, we'll you have, know, keep yeah. I'll, I'll have to take yeah. you out on um, some of the bike trails around my house. It's really good. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, hook me up with a bike. <laughs> there's, um, there's uh, I live quite near uh, a, a quite a famous mountain bike rider from the mountain bike world cup and stuff um you know um steve pete from the syndicate do you know have you heard of him no. all right no i know i, 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 think, I probably have but i'm, I'm pulling blanks right now i'm, pre- I'm <laughs> pretty sure he won i'm pretty sure he won the downhill world cup in in i think he did he win the race in australia well, is that when he won the world cup maybe i don't oh. know but it was fair, oh, fair few maybe. years ago now but he lives not far away yeah. from us so he lives like oh, this part cool. part near sheffield it's like um it's got all the hills and the trails and stuff and he's he owned well he's put yeah. like money in his name on it so a lot of them are really good oh, upkeep cool. so there's places like that we can I've go got- yeah, right. I've got um, quite a few friends. Like, I don't, I'm not going to be a name dropper, but I've got some good friends who are on the World Cup circuit as well. So no yeah. doubt they they probably all know each other. I'm just one of those ones that just loves doing it, and then I'm not very good at watching. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, just let me out it. Let me. The same with motocross. I was just like, just one of those people that just wanted to get out and race myself. And I'm not very good at going and spectating now that I've retired from it. So yeah. I don't really. I haven't got my finger on the pulse anymore, but um, yeah, yeah I'm, mountain I'm, biking is something I took up in the pandemic. I'm good at good at watching a mountain biker, seeing all the good things I do, then going out, doing it myself, falling off, crying, <laughs> and then leaving it for a few months until I get bike back out again. <laughs> until the pain isn't so relevant, you can't yeah. remember it. Until the swelling goes down. Again. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, look, I think our brains are wired the same. We all understand. <laughs> I think if you meet people who ride bikes or do board sports, we all just kind of have a universal understanding <laughs> of yeah. it, it all. I think but so, yeah. it's real. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's cool. Yeah. We'll definitely um, speak over the next few weeks about that because. That would be a really beautiful experience to come over for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think stuff like this, we with you being on, if you don't mind, I mean, um, mm. having chats like this with you, I think um, mm. I, I'd, I'd, I'd really, I mean, I could talk to you all day, I think. Um, but I think going, because this is going to go inside an episode, so uh, <laughs> I'll have to pr- try and keep it under two hours, otherwise we'll be bre- yeah. breaching some no, sort of time length thing. But uh <laughs> yeah, I think we'll. I'll have to call you again and talk to you more about more of the stuff that you do because, um, yeah, you seem very much somebody that I, 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 I you're fascinating to me. I, I love this kind of shit. <laughs> I love anybody oh, who likes I'm, the kind honestly, of thing that I like. Yeah, I'm an open book. Honestly, like I, um, I'm happy to like, yeah, talk about anything really. So beautiful. Yeah, and 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 yeah, when it comes to like talking about the struggles of being a girl, I do get all like really tense and i'm like i don't know because i get so scared that people are going to get angry or yeah, like triggered, no, but don't worry I, about I, I, that i think we... it's a really it's a really important topic to touch on so I'm, i i do appreciate that you even yeah were brave enough to ask me no we i mean we've talked about it a few times as a girl um we've had shannon uh trucker girl uh we've had her yeah. on the on an episode once and she kind of we she talked about that kind of struggle or struggle but also yeah. sometimes being all right you know like 
getting a guy to do something yeah. that you don't want to do because she's a girl, but like using it to an advantage. Yeah. And, but then you yeah, have the... it, I, I'm wondering if it's same the same Shannon that I speak to because if it is, she's amazing and I really want to meet her. Probably, her I think so. Yeah, she, really she, she only lives around corner yeah. from us. Yeah, she's not far away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. We had Blaze on. Um, yeah. She. We spoke to her. Well, it was Blaze who told us about you. To be fair. Yeah. She yeah. Told us about you. I, I was. I, not I was. I was driving along and listening to that episode. I'm like. Oh. Oh, that was my name <laughs> so yeah that was that was cool yeah that's good yeah so i mean she's she's mad as a box of frogs isn't she i think she'd be cool to hang around with yeah. i think i'd need um i'd need yeah, a long sleep wild. after you've hung around with her for a while wouldn't you She's yes, sound. a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah. Because I reached out to um, no Blaze actually reached out to. I knew of Blaze for a long time, yeah. but um, we were doing very different things. And she reached out. She's like, "Oh my god! Like you live in Adelaide? I didn't know." I was like, "Yeah, I do." She's like, oh, cool! Like I love what you're doing. I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I was like, I, "I was like, where do you live?" And she told me. And so one day I was like, I messaged her. I was like, "Look, I'm heading to this certain servo. I know that's in your general area. It was a Saturday or Sunday." I was like. On the off chance, are you around? Would you like to come by and say hi? And she goes, absolutely. So she uh, quickly jumped in her car and yeah. met me out there and we just went up to each other, gave each other a hug and just started chatting. And um, in person, she's really, like, smart and quite down to earth and we had really honest, frank conversations about, you know, being women in the industry and yeah. this and that. And I was very honest with her and I was like, look, I appreciate the hustle of what you're doing, but it doesn't really align with my values of what I'm trying to do. And I kind yeah, of am doing my page yeah. to almost counterbalance that. And I said, but I understand that you have a business out of this and like you're making really good money and I love that for you. Yeah. Um, and so that was really a really wholesome kind of interaction with her. Um, but yeah, we are doing very different things. Very um, so, but yeah, yeah, she actually lives in the same same um, state as me. Yeah, cool. same city. That is good, mm. yeah. I, I mean... Uh, we know that everybody has their own different thing and this is the thing that we see say so often on podcasts seems to be is like it, it doesn't really matter what somebody else is doing it, it, it just they're just doing the thing it's it, just let them do what they want to do mm. people just do what they want to mm-hmm. do it's, um, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's as easy as that isn't it i mean we've we have had a few yeah. lasses on to try and get their um get their stories across there's another one called jamie and she's like from my hometown um and she's oh, like right. talked about uh, um, that. I think that was just for like Patreons, though. Uh, yeah, she won a quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's been on as well, and she's a local trucker. And I mean, you're all kind of having to deal with the same thing, which is kind of universally stupid, but understandable at the mm. same time that you have to still have mm. to, to do the same kind of crap, no matter what kind of path they're walking, like the Blaze one compared to your one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah definitely. but like, you know, I, as I said, I, I just approach it with a head down. I just ignore it like on site. I just try to be the best truck driver I can be an operator come with from a, a, an element of kindness and just find, find your people, yeah. let your vibe attract your tribe. And then and I have a really beautiful network of people around me now that, um, we, like, I just know that I can go to them at any time and be supported. So you just need a really cut the fat and just focus on those who bring you positive so and then just kind of ignore the rest because there are really good people out there really beautiful 
male mentors and stuff. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, no one's really going to come up to me to my face and like yell at me and tell me how shit I am. Yeah. Um, they're it's, just hiding behind keyboards. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and if, they, if they did, I probably would laugh because I'm like, are you, are you that <laughs> sad? I'm so sorry for you. Like, do you want me to get your coffee? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the fact that you're willing to have a chat with me, like, and reach out, that's, it's, it's really cool that you're willing to share stories of other people. Yes, um, definitely. Because I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think one awesome. thing we uh, can all establish from this is that you are the cool one. Um, you are <laughs> probably making this podcast a lot cooler just by being on it. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> uh, I'll I'll be sharing sharing your um, uh, the pictures and like the promo of this and all kind of stuff before it happens. I'll talk to you and if you want me to send it, yeah, but. Um, I mean, I can send it no, you beforehand if you want to listen through. But no, no, please don't. I just, I'll just, I'll just um, download <laughs> it and play it as I'm driving my road train in the outback and probably cringe at myself, my voice. But no, I trust, I trust you guys. I just, yeah, do whatever you feel is yeah, right. We're and, not gonna, um, we're not gonna edit um, you into yeah. saying some weird things. Don't worry. <laughs> well, yeah, I've been asked to be on Outback Truckers, the TV show uh, for season ten, and I've had to decline it, unfortunately, purely because. Um, I wouldn't be in control of the narrative of how they want to paint yeah, me. And, uh, they could do it um, in a weird way. As much as I, yeah, as much as I respect the show and everything like that, it's just like, well, my, my employer is not willing for me to go on it That's purely because of their enough, company's yeah. reputation as well. And it's disappointing, but at the end of the day, my, my, I'm kind of got my I, online, I can control my, my narrative and how I'm presented. And I don't want to come across as a bimbo. I've worked way too hard to eliminate that. Yeah, and, definitely. And yeah, so yeah, but no, I trust you. Very and good. I, I feel very, very honoured to be included. So thank you so much. Beautiful. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I've loved every second of it, and you're um, now my. Um, I think you're on my new uh, centerpiece of my life aspirations. What I want to move to Australia <laughs> and go and ride motorbikes oh. with you. Right. Oh, if you ever do come over, you just hit us up and we'll um, I'll get us out on the bike for sure. Oh, I think it's uh, I think that's a done deal. I'll get us all out there. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have Unreal. a GTA World Tour and we'll come and see you. Hell yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. You'll oh, be, well, you, thanks again. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You're, you're, no, I was just going to say you'll be coming to see us first, so it's only fair. Yes. Yeah, we'll make that we'll make that happen as well. But I know it's the beginning of your day, so I hope you have a really beautiful, successful day. And thank you. I'm start winding down and get ready for my night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do it other side of the planet and all that. Right, it's it's been great. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, CJ. It's been nice. No worries. Cheers. We'll thanks talk very soon, much. Okay? Yeah, talk again soon. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 Wow, what we're saying? Oh Isn't she lovely? Ever so. <laughs> yeah. The lovely wow. CJ, everybody. The life in Australia, eh? And if you don't already follow her, go and give her a follow on Instagram. She's uh, she always posting stories, um, reels and stuff like that. She she is super interesting. And that truck's fucking proper fucking, interesting. How cool is that truck? Proper. Cool. Yeah, I love it. It's a rate beast. I love it. Right, let's go on to um, Patreon list, shall we? And, um, so what the page? What what is the Patreon? I hear you ask. Well, the Patreon is like a an exclusive club where you can join from as little as one pound. Yeah, but we don't talk about Patreon. So we don't talk about Fight Club. 
Oh, I, thought, I thought you were telling me off then. Like, we no, do no. talk about Patreon. <laughs> um, be yeah, a terrible you, patron if you didn't talk about <laughs> it. So, like, can so, I join your Patreon? No, you can't. Um, what Patreon? <laughs> yeah. So if you want to join our Patreon, you can from a quiz a quid, but that is just joining. You get you get your name called out, that's it. The price um, of a pint of milk. Hey, Mark, do you know you say quids a quid? Yeah. Um, you know, um, Loza? Yeah. Did you see that post you put on? Was it last week? When she did a tip touch with some with with Dev with Dev, yeah, <laughs> she put it on Insta. It's what's she called? Diary of a Chucky Mum on Instagram, yeah. and she put um, talking about the um, tip touch and joining the Patreon. And she says, "From as little as one pound a month, you could help these men access clean water in their village." <laughs> <laughs> She's brilliant. <laughs> and it, I love her. Right, tickled me that. Dead funny. From just one pound a month, you can help us. Yeah, you don't get anything for quid though. No, you don't. You get you get your name called out. But anyway, so with Patreon, what you can do is you join Patreon, and what do you get? What do you get with Patreon? You get discount in the shop. You get discount so, in the shop. So that one, lovely jumper you've got, you can get... You can get 10% or 20% <coughs> off, depending on, depending on what chuffing tier you join on Patreon. What else do you get? You get entered into a monthly giveaway draw. And? Hold on, I've not finished that bit Sorry, yet. <laughs> so if you join on Tier 2 Patreon, you get one entry into the draw, and if you join on Tier 3, you get two entries into the draw. Yeah. It's a proper draw as well, isn't it, where he puts it into like a... Wheel. He does, he does it spin the wheel, well. wheel! Spin the wheel, wheel! Wheelie. He doesn't um, just pick his favourite. No, God, Jamie Farwell thinks it's a fix, though. If it were a fix, we'd have made him win. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, what else do you get, are you saying? Oh, you get access to his Discord, mm. where we chat about fucking anything and i'm going to apologize because i'm fucking shit with keeping up on that he is, shit. He is fucking shit no old got to remember to dip it. into it and just um yeah i do but go i tend to find myself either too late for a conversation or in the middle of one that's already going on that i've got nothing to do with oh on discord yeah uh, i replied to something this morning that happened fucking Goes in fits Yesterday and starts, though, doesn't it? You like can reply, it can, can't you? You can like yeah. highlight it and just like reply to that photo or picture yeah. that's put on, and then you just go, oh, and then just whatever. Yeah. I just so, don't want to be like Paul. Nah, just do it. Three days later. The, the, oh, no, no. The more you're in it, the more it's better for yeah. everybody, isn't it? Obviously, just, we'll not pick you up on uh, being a slow replier. <laughs> just get on it. Yeah, so get being. on it. Get on as Patreon, get on as Discord, get in as merch store and get some discount. I need a wee wee. You can have a wee wee shortly. Are all those hats. Have they been sold? They'll, they'll no, they go in the shop. We've got more stock of woolly hats going in the shop. Better than the ones that we've got there, Matt. No, they're, they're, not, they're not ribbed. Are they oh, they slightly one. different. Yeah. They're nice. I picked them up yes. from the guy yesterday. I like them. They're nice. I do like my ribbed ones. He's though. the one who embroidered all our little nice. jumpers. So, um, let's get on Patreon list. Who have we got? Number we have. One, obviously. Luke Chapman. Yeah, boy. Uh, fucking always can't reach this. Where is it? Where Luke is it? Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> Wobblegob. <coughs> Chris Rag. Jamie Thelwell. Miller. Ian Croucher. And on Dakos. Keegs. Lab. Ian Elliwell. Benjamin Abrahams. Dan Chandler. Thomas Hoyland. Pete Wilson. Kerry Oxlade. Loza. Kurt Mail. Kieran Haynes, Matthew Frosty, Trucker Seamus, Matt Herman, Rob Sindel, Brian, Christopher Cena, Mr. Rob, Spike, Lengy, Ashley Crowen, Tim Hampson, Sue, Dan Tweedale, Harry Woodward, Paul Longstaff, Liam Spring, Dave Sheldon, Michael Isles, 
Bev Bev Chamberlain. Dev. No, it's Bev. Oh, is it Bev? Has he <laughs> changed it to Bev? Bev Chamberlain, Tony Bridgen, Andy Bigney, Ashley Edwards, Andy McClellan, Dan Taylor, Ben Travers, Traves, you Traves. know Traves, Paul, Scotty B, and Chris Allardyce. Allardyce is dicey. Dicey. Yeah. Um, been very active on the chitty chats of late, which is nice. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? That's about it, isn't it? Yeah. So Ben Traves, yeah, everyone will know him as a little Ben. Oh, it's Dicey better. Recovery, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's, recovery. that's the one. You need to change it on his thing, so. Yeah. So, get on us, Discord, get on us, Patreon for that, boys yes. and girls. We accept both boys, girls, and also lampposts. Yeah, and lampposts. Whatever you want to whatever you want to be. Do you I want to identify as a, a lamppost and get pissed on by dogs all the time? Oh, I no. fucking love that. You get pissed on your t- <laughs> all fucking the time. Hell, mate, you made me cough. Also, before we go, don't forget about Pucker Ledges still. Yeah, get yourself Use down to Pucker Ledges. JTA pod will get you 15% off your entire order. Mm-hmm. So get on there, get They're some great. stuff, boy. He sorted me out with a, a window sticker for in the front of my truck, you know, that goes above the sensor oh, yeah. in the middle of the um, dashboard. Yeah. Oh, it's me nice then. Yeah, just he's, talking about He's went into Volvo and it's come back with a broken cable for one of his lights. Has it? <laughs> yeah. Because well, I'd. How the fuck have they done that? Well, it went into Volvo to have its beacons fitted. Yeah. Uh, and obviously they've taken the top of the dash off to get to the fuses and relays and shit. And yeah. I'd already wired my um, wires for the my two um, poppy lights. So they don't just ragged it out. Just not being careful. I think because one of them was a bit more taut than the other side. So the the one that had a bit of flex in it isn't broken, but the one that was uh. kind of a bit taut, it's got yanked. And I've looked at it, and it's there's like four or five soldered wires, and two of them have been ripped out. So wankers. Every I'm going to bastards. have to take it home and f- try and solder it back up. Oh my god! And you can if you message Charlie, he'll sort you out. I've got a soldering iron at home. I'm going to try and fix it. Of course you. I'm going to have to unwire it. <laughs> Let's anyway, get gone because he's dying I'm and he's going to piss his. Scent. I need to piss and go outside and cough. So we'll see the. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>